week screams by. That is the morning sickness. My name's John Holman. There's Brady Buck. Brad Bessley, Big Dick Toledo. And we are uh, here and ready for yet another magnificent show. We started off uh, off the air talking about shame. Yes. Right away, because the song Silverchair, uh, tomorrow, the song by Silverchair you just heard, uh, We were, I was reminiscing about the first time I ever heard it, because I remember being in my, uh, my Jeep Wrangler, 93 Jeep Wrangler I had. Worst year Jeeps ever had, I think. It was terrible. It had 180 horsepower. The thing was gutless. It was a... But I just liked it. I liked was that it. the Levi's edition? No, Levi's was this... No, don't you dare disparage the 75-76 CJ5 Levi's edition V8. How dare you, sir? How da- You, sir, can go now. That was the Granimals one, man. This thing, I don't know what this was. Yeah, Granimals wouldn't have put their name on this, Jeep. These were bad. But we sat out there, and I had a good radio system. It was the best thing about it. And this girl from uh, Tony Rummis was with me, and she goes, you got to hear this song. She would, we were all kind of into music together, being in the band and stuff. And they all, Tony Rummis kind of followed the band around. Takes me out to the car. And she was one of those girls that was probably hot three years before we hired her and then became a waitress and, you know, stood at the line a little too long, reaching into the fries, waiting for her table's food to show up. You know that The ribs and the onion loaf will yeah. do that after years. I don't think she was one of those. <laughs> I think she was one of those nitpickers, you know, the free yeah. foods that sit around where, oh, we've got uh, a new order of the uh, Oreo dessert brownies that you had to put ice cream on and fill up. But they came in these little packages and, you know, we all kind of dabbled, but I think she was hitting it a little harder and then, you know, she'd have a salad in front of you, but you'd see her reaching in the fridge. She was a little chubby as well. She got a little thick. Started to get the waitress body. Drinking a little heavy. So she goes out in the car, and all the other girls at Tony Roma's, uh, because I was the manager along with two other guys in our early 20s, I was only 19 or 20 years old, we, uh, we were hiring hot chicks. And by this time, I'm 22. So I'm in the hot chick hiring and all the Dobson High hostesses. This girl sits in the car, and she's like, you got to hear this new song. This kid's 16. He's amazing. All right. So we hop out. want to hear it in my car because I had the big system in it. Listening to it, I'm like, this is pretty great. I look over at her, and she's got her Tony Roma's blue eye, or like her, her golf shirt is what we had, those collared shirts for. And she's lifted it up past her belly button, and she's just rubbing with her middle finger All right. her belly button. Oh. Yeah, that's what I was hoping. I'll look over like, maybe she's fiddling the bean right here. To the, she really likes this song. Nope, she's pulling lint. <laughs> nope, I wish she was pulling lint. I'd have helped her pull lint. She was massaging what was now um, a rather large cyst with a hoop in it from a, a recent belly button piercing that she got. A bad piercing. Yeah, well, I don't think the piercing was bad. I think her hygiene afterwards was. She's like, oh, this doesn't look right. I'm like, no, it doesn't. Can you pop it? No, it hurts too much. Oh. And most of the hoop was kind of disappearing into the cyst. Like, you could see the silver edge, but a lot of it had been eaten Uh, by the skin and pustule covering. And then within a week, she's got a patch over the top of it. And it was all green and stuff. But we only looked because we knew. But uh, she never showed it off. And we started to talk about Back in that day, the good thing about her was, uh, in and amongst all those other hot girls that would show up in their little, you know, genie outfits and half shirts and things, shame was a thing. She did that in my car because she trusted me, but she would never wander around anymore with a half shirt or like that because she was chunky. And you had to appreciate the fact that shame was alive back then. And I miss shame because back then she had it and it was an embarrassment and she covered up. And at the Suns game I was at the other night because Brett and I were talking, 
man, oh man, there's a lot of ladies that just don't care. The competition was stiffer back then. It, well, oh, yeah. now, now it's it's yeah, stiffer it's now than ever, but it's so easy to be average, and, and nobody's allowed to say, yuck. Because now you're the jerk if you say yuck. There's no, you're, you're against every group that ever has lived if you say yuck and you find out she's, uh, you know, LGBTQ plus IA. Uh, she's internal affairs of the LGBTQ. That's all I can figure out. And you say, ew, gross. Like, what's the matter? Can a gay woman have a half shirt? Like, oh, Christ, what have I stepped in? So people don't say yuck. But there was several women at the game uh, the other night in, you know, workout bras and, like, tight jeans that... And then bellies. I'm like, you, ugh. And you just want to say something like, you know, we were saying, I know FUBU can look good on a on a black guy. Like, it's like, it looks, it doesn't look good on a white guy. I could wear it and think these look good on some people. They don't look good on me. Not everything that's in fashion looks good on everyone. And just because you like half shirts or you think Emily Ratajkowski looks good in this so you can wear it, it doesn't translate a lot of the times at all. There's... There's plenty of things Brady can't wear at all that I'm sure you'd love to. Half shirts, Lululemons, I'm sure you'd love to be out there. But you're smart enough to know this puts me in kind of an embarrassing predicament. I think he meant the, there was more competition then only because the, the women were trying at that time. Like, trying to look good. Well, and there was shame involved. Yeah, that's yeah. Now true. it's like they the just level, don't care. The that's level true. of competition yeah. has yeah. softened. Yeah. Well... The fact that there's no competition. Softened, literally. Everybody's, yeah. I think everybody's trying harder, but there's no uh, gatekeeper on what's winning. Like, everybody's trying hard, and then effort is all you need, because if you tried, you look good, and that's not true. And, you know, people still snicker behind their backs and stuff, but you're not allowed to say, all right, that's enough. I was talking to my friend, and he's like, my daughter does that sometimes, and she's not exactly, like, ripped in the stomach area. And he said, and sometimes I have to pull her aside and go, hey, with the half shirts, it's... Uh, not attractive. Here's the other thing: is back then, um, and the difference between now is we didn't have women's destination at XL. Those half shirts weren't made for ladies that were <laughs> that's bigger. Good point. Now they make bigger clothes. That's true. That now they make it because the the big yeah, ones. Everyone got, can wear it. The big ones got mad and started screaming at Lululemon. How come you don't have sizes for us? And then Lululemon's guy said, "Because I don't want to see you in my clothes. I don't want my clothes on bad bodies. It makes my clothes look bad." And they threw a fit, and then he had to quit and all that. But he was right. I make clothes that I want to advertise my clothing line with. So I want it to be on, like, you know, Abercrombie and Fitch didn't exactly make pants for uh, plus-size fellas. Like, their their sizes were different, so you knew you didn't fit. An extra large at Abercrombie and Fitch barely fit a child. Yeah. Yeah. I haven't been in there for no, you I've gone in there once with uh, Kirby looking for stuff. Yeah, but you shouldn't. There's no reason to go in there. And, and there's sure- enough of a little shame, like, man. Yeah. I should be able to go in here one day. You know why? That's because you still have shame. You personally have shame. That's self-awareness, and that's a key to intelligence. Self-awareness of going, I cannot wear this. This does not look good on me. As much as I like this shirt, this isn't good on me. I like the color orange a lot. I look like a crazy person in it. For some reason, I look like a clown in the color orange. So I kind of avoid it. I have muted orange. I like the bright Side of the road, prisoner orange. I love that. I like the DOC orange, and uh, but I can't wear orange. I look like and a I feel nutbag. like I feel like an old man when I go into a, an AF because well, you uh, are like, an old man, yeah. I know, yeah. and I really realize when I'm like, man, the music is loud oh, yeah. in here. <laughs> I've been saying <laughs> that going for years. Club. Yeah, go in there, like all right, I can't, I can't do this. Well, things have changed so much because back in the day, 
Curvy meant like Marilyn Monroe. You know, yeah. she had curves, not like lumps and just <laughs> right. Just, right. Oh. It's different curves. Yeah, it's, yeah. <laughs> Curvy used to describe beautiful things like a nice robe yeah. or like a beautiful woman's. She's a little bigger, but voluptuous. You're right. Yeah. Exactly. That's what I'm looking for. Yeah. Curvy, like though she's got she's bigger hips and great. Like it all fits, although it's a little bigger than. And then now it's like mashed potatoes. Like just yeah, she's yeah. a slop festival, and she calls herself curvy. There's got to be shame again. I think men still have shame. I think we're the ones who have swung it. I think we've... Twi- used to be men just wore whatever they wanted. Didn't matter if their guts were hanging over or whatever. We're the ones who are shame now. We're like, I don't think this is the thing we should be wearing as a man. I don't, uh, I don't think it's a good idea. Like, for me, it's the same thing. Ladies, you'd hate it if I wore uh, Lululemons and no underpants. Or the I have Viore runner sh- uh, pants, and they're very thin uh, nice, like, joggers. Uh, All-day joggers, they're called. They're really nice. But if you wear them without underwear, the full outline of my helmet is showing all the time. Nobody needs to see that, so due to shame, not because my penis shames me, but it does in public, uh, I don't wear anything. I wear underwear with those, and I hate underwear. But it's the right thing to do. There were some ladies with... And the worst part is, like, some of them had back zits and... Uh, like, yeah, like, there was a lady walking down the streets. You know, 40 degrees outside. Some lady had just back acne. And she was showing it off. And I'm like, ugh, come on. Had to let it breathe a little bit. I don't know what you know. you got to cover that. you got to cover that. You don't let it breathe ever. You cover it with Accutane and a big, heavy sweater. Bring back shame. Bring back shame in a huge way. I've been saying it for years, but it's getting like, this battle's being lost. Because it was bad. Sunday night, for some reason, sun's game. We were talking about it even at the next one. We're at the next one. Like something's different on Sunday night at Suns games. That's uh, there was football. There was all this other stuff. I think it was just this group of people that don't normally go. Friday and Saturday crew had already done their fun. The hot girls went to Scottsdale on on Saturday. They're not going. And then the pigs decided to hit the Suns game on Sunday, and it was bad. Maybe they had two for ones in AJ or something. They're yeah, just maybe. Anybody in. The tickets oh, were cheaper. Are, it's the yeah. six o'clock. Dudes are asking the, the A, B, and C crew, and they yeah. all can't make it. Yeah. I gotta have someone to fill that ticket. I'm so hungover. I'd love to go. Come on, please, Hannah, go with me. I can't. I'm sorry. Do you want to take my roommate? Yeah, I'll go with you. Uh, I, I guess I'll get. I'll, I'll take her. <laughs> you have a pickup, right? I do. She'll ride in the back. This guy makes a good point. The gays brought back shame for men. The lesbians put them in sweatpants. That's a beautifully it's put. It's yeah, perfect. that queer eye for the straight guy said, "Guys, you got to try harder to look good and find what's right for you." You can't just wear anything if you're trying to look nice. Not everything looks good on you. I wander into places. I never tried skinny jeans. Those <laughs> that band you brought them in for us. I'm like, no. Just I'm just knew. telling you, those aren't going to work. Just, and sometimes you look and you're like, God damn it, that skinny jeans actually look good on that guy. You ever go to, like, uh, Dick's was the worst place for me ever because I'd go get uh, compression shorts. Because I, I, I was working out in those for a long time. I liked those. Um, but I'd walk by the mannequin. Monster mannequin, and I'd see what compression shorts looked like on a real man, and then I'd put them on at home. I'd be like, I gotta stop buying these. This is, <laughs> this isn't right. Something's not right with my human form. And I wasn't, sh- I wasn't saddened by it. Like ladies blame society. It's my fault. I, I don't look like the mannequin. Not because the mannequin sets an unrealistic ideal. It's just because I don't, and it's you know, uh, doesn't look right on me. Have you noticed some of the mannequins now are getting big, huge? I mean, I'm like, whoa, ripped. Yeah, and that's not my fault. Like you know, the, and it's not society's fault that mannequins are 
are showing off. They People who sell clothes want their clothes to look nice. Like I always say, uh, if, if you go over to the Ford dealership, they're not going to show the Mustang on the floor with one missing uh, rim and, like, cracked windshield yeah. and dirt all over it and, like, uh, you know, water bottles in the Like the way it's you're going to look. cars are show, popping. Yeah. They look like they'll never look in your garage. That's They look the best they'll ever look. That's how you're supposed to sell things to people. You very rarely put the dumpiest thing up and go, hey, hey this is how it's going to look all the time. So it wouldn't be fair to show you the car in its perfect condition. That's why I get mad at when women are like, this magazine covers and everything. It's just so unfair. No, it's not. They're selling something. That's the way it's selling things are supposed to look. And and the same, very same people would be furious if, like, fast food restaurants showed what you really got versus what they show in commercial. Same with clothes. I don't want to see hogs and clothes. I want to see good-looking people selling clothes. Medea and I were walking through the mall a couple weeks ago and we walked by Victoria's Secrets. Even the Victoria's Secrets yeah, mannequins are getting... Thick. Lizzo size. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I'm like, Lizzo. oh, yeah. who wants and, to see that? Here's the thing about it. it. To sell the dream of Victoria's Secret is to sell the fantasy of right. not only sex, but beauty and all this other stuff. Uh, it ain't hard to see a fat girl in her underwear. I can tell you that. It's 2 a.m. around the mall. 2 a.m. And, yeah, and walk around <laughs> the mall. 2 a.m., you're getting one. She's there. She's waiting. And all you got to do is say, hey, you're the most beautiful girl in here. Try to puke that out without laughing or snot coming out of your nose. And then she'll go, oh, my God. And you got her. You're taking her home. Then you're gonna see a girl in her, a big girl in her underwear. Victoria's Secret's telling me like, look what, look what this looks like on a perfect girl. Whoa! The only people that are mad about it are women with husbands, wives, because they see that and they see their husband go, that is hot. Well, you just have an unrealistic. Oh God, here we go. I actually found beautiful, beautiful, and she's mad. How is it unrealistic? Uh, there's an EOS Fitness on every corner. Yes. Just, just hit one. Just get in there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't want to do it, so it's unrealistic. <laughs> I don't look at the Grand Canyon and uh, that uh, big old trash dump on Gilbert and the Beeline. I don't look at them the same way. And you're telling me I have to with clothes and people. I don't. Some things, well, some things look great, the, some don't. You know, like the Victoria's Secret and some of those stores... Now the the plus size is outselling the others. So well, because there's more of them by a lot. Yeah, three percent of the population looks good. That's it. Yeah, and there's some of you fastbacks that shouldn't be looking at thongs. Yes, please. Yeah, you please. should be covering that thing up. Fastbacks and thongs, horrible. And chunks and thongs. Sometimes oh. it's going to happen either way. That's the only reason. chunks with thongs on. It's like you can put grannies on. They're going in. Can you tell? <laughs> and dudes in thongs. I don't think that's ever looked good. I can speak for the ladies, too. A guy in a thong, that's never looked good. Ever. Maybe at Chippendales, but no. Dudes in thongs is weird. You have to be a weird girl to want a dude in a thong. Here we and, we all, and that's the fun thing about, like, a, you're at the beach or at a, a pool or something, and some dude's in a thong. Everybody else is kind of laughing. Dudes wear swim trunks. We cover that thing up. Our asses are unattractive. Possibly hairy, most likely a little hair. A couple of little zits, odd zits that show up. Ugh. Yeah, bring back shame. Shame yourself today. When you're looking in the mirror today, go, no, not today. I'm not. Maybe Trump needs to take make his new hats, make America shame again. Well, the good news is Trump's back on Facebook, so he might start today with Facebook and Instagram posts about coming out on fire, shaming pigs. Yeah, <laughs> I hope he. I'm going to keep my eyes on that. That's going to be an interesting one because he's back. Yeah, I'm glad we brought that up. I think we I think we saved a lot of people a lot of money on clothes they shouldn't be buying, and still, 
My hero in the world is the old guy who used to run Lululemon. I sell clothes. I sell it to people that will wear my clothes, make my clothes look good, and sell those clothes by wearing them. For a certain type of person. Yeah. You don't want, you know, you just don't want your clothing line for active wear to be worn by giants. Then it just tells everybody else, these clothes don't work. They don't get you to the gym. Shareholders are like, that's fine, but uh, we want to sell more clothes. Yeah, good You're luck. out. Yeah, 90 per- well, no, they're just like, we just don't want the controversy. He was right, but uh, yeah. Was he the one that had the um, the airline to the, the jet and they had uh, yeah, they had, yeah, certain... They had to keep people with The women had width. to be a certain weight <laughs> yeah, and yeah. height. and They couldn't get through the aisles. And, and guys had to, well, the flight attendants, if they're male, they were shirtless. I remember that. Oh. That's sexy. That's hot. That's it was hot a sexy plane. That's a sexy, sexy plane. I remember uh, my friend uh, back at the old radio station, uh, we got to be buddies with uh, his best friend, and his best friend was going to go work for Southwest Airlines. And there was a test, an old test on Southwest Airlines to walk down the aisle with your arms at your sides, not turning or pivoting. And if you couldn't get through, you couldn't be on a flight. You had to get narrow enough to get down the aisle straight. That way anymore. No, it now, is not. Now you're getting checked. Now you're getting hip checked every oh, yeah. time somebody goes by. And it isn't the cart anymore. It's a broad thigh. Yeah. Ow! Sorry. Want a soda or a Sprite? Yeah, I suppose, but Jesus Christ, can I get a doctor? I think you broke my arm. <laughs> you shouldn't have your arm in the aisle, sir. Well, you shouldn't be blobbing into my seat either, but you are. It's hard not to slam a guy like Brett, who's got the pillow, the sleeping pillow on. I'm going to wake him up as a joke. <laughs> With my fat. Uh, <laughs> Dale Howard Chuck, all of a sudden, you're starting start to throw me into the boards just because you're too big to go. It's, yeah, s- settle her down. So we need to calm it down a little bit, America. Just know what you know. What you know. Be like Grandma used to be. When you uh, recognize that it's just no longer attractive, cover it with a giant smock and wander around in that for good. I look at pictures of my grandma, and she wore big clothes. Start to realize, he was 47 years old. That woman wasn't even old yet, but she recognized, I have let this system go. Cover it up. Yeah, I think around... 50, they definitely started moving out. Now it's more common, but they moved out. They dropped cotton altogether. Oh, it yeah. Polyester. It was all polyester. Polyester skirts. Yeah. Stretch, you know, stretchable items that, you know, because they could pile in all that food and stretch their pants without taking them off. Yeah, my grandma had a pair of big pants, big lady pants, and a big flowery shirt that covered up her big lady body. I don't think I ever saw my grandmother in pants. No kidding. Always had a dress on, a big spot. Yeah. Big, she was a moo-moo lady. No, she, uh, it was polyester uh, dress and she wore, she wore heels for Oh, she gussied up. Yeah, yeah. she was from, you know, your grandma's from like the teens and 20s. So, yeah. Even before that, maybe. I don't know. Chesterfield, no, no filters. Just <laughs> going to town on them. Just tugging on them. So weird how much smoking went on and their clothes were all flammable. Like it was the craziest combination. They had flammable polyester clothes and just fire in their mouth constantly. You'd see the occasional uh, black dot from the melt melt from the right. tip. <laughs> melt them a little bit. Whoops! <laughs> I melted my pants a touch. At least I'm not on fire. Uh, yeah, it was. It's a different time, but yeah, covered up. <laughs> John, my wife gets Victoria's Secrets ads all the time. She thinks they're implying that she's getting fat now. Really? Yeah. Because she's because the models are fat. Yep. No kidding. Yeah. 
because Athleta, the I get that magazine everywhere. The hogs on that, yeah, that's where they get piggies. And they get they, they have cover the, it all. They have the nerve though to put them in those and then have them in like a stretch pose. Stop it. Yeah, put them in yoga poses. Have, have them in the Athleta yoga pants. Reaching for the top shelf where the cake batter is. <laughs> like, give me that stretch. Because they're making that stretch. They're not holding hand weights or working bands. Ain't happening. So did I Lula- don't want to see that in the downward dog. No. <laughs> no. no. So did Lululevin came, cave and yeah. wind up yeah. making the big ones? Oh. Yeah. And, and by the way, they weren't losing business in the beginning. Like they were a big company, they were a monster, and then they just expanded. And what did the yeah they did? And then the bigs, (laughs) the bigs showed up and told them, "All right, now we also want the prices to be lower. This is crazy. You didn't want this. You don't. This is not the way it works. It's too expensive. You don't buy it. It's too expensive for everybody. It goes out of business. Uh, Some of these broads, no Lulus, put on the Moo Moos. That's that's uh, what it needs to be. Moo Moo Memon needs to be a thing. (laughs) Big broad stretching for cake batter on the top shelf. (laughs) That's your yoga pose. But your yoga pose is to try to get that thing in the back without smashing your face into the sneeze guard on the buffet. <laughs> get a hold of that pork roast back there. One of those, Jesus Christ, I need stretchy pants. Yeah. Dudes are kind of getting it. It is the queer eye for the straight guy thing. Made guys pay attention to what's right for them. Lesbians stuffed them in half shirts and sweatpants. Made everybody look like non-sporty spice. I like it. Uh, I also saw yesterday, and it's, uh, here's my, my, I'm frustrated with something because I'm no good at watching TV anymore, and I used to be great at it. Um, I don't like binging. I don't like when people say, you got to start watching this, and it's like 12, it's already 12 episodes in, because you can't flip anymore. You can't distract yourself, so you're in. Uh, I love Brian Cranston. Everybody's been screaming about the show, Your Honor, and I watched the first episode, and it's really good. Until like the last minute of the first episode when something so stupid happens that I now don't know that I have interest anymore in the rest Is of it. Is it supposed to be a funny last no, minute? No, not at all. There's nothing funny about this show. It's basically this uh, well-known judge. He's a, a high, high-powered high judge in New Orleans. His son uh, accidentally kills a guy on, in a car accident and leaves the scene. Uh, he tries to help him. He, gets, he, he does some dumb stuff, panics leaves and he's left evidence all over well it turns out the guy he kills is the son of like the number one mobster in new orleans like the the baddest brett's family ever and you're like "Uh uh-oh and he realizes that and he goes no matter because they're gonna turn him in he's like look you panicked everything's fine i know the law up and down uh he had an asthma attack his head wasn't working right all this stuff and so he's got his asthma he couldn't reach his inhaler and that's he's reaching down he's he's in like a fog because he can't breathe and he hits the guy and then he leaves the scene uh so his, his, his father takes the, goes down there and realizes, oh, my God, my son ran over the crime boss of New Orleans. It doesn't matter if we do the right thing or not. They're still going to kill him. We can't admit this. So he loses his son. So they're like, oh, wow, that's a pretty good premise. And then at the end, the, the mob boss and his henchmen go to the crime scene, and it's all cleaned up and stuff, save for the kid's inhaler, which is still laying in the middle of the road. And I'm like, the cops would have picked that up if it's yeah. a crime scene of a hit and run and a murder. And I'm like, oh, you just, bad writing just When you lost have to say, me. well, that's why it's TV program. I don't want to do that. I know. I'm, that's that insults me. Like it, yeah. That's insulting to uh, your brain to say, okay, you tried to be really smart. And then in order for this premise to work, I have to dumb myself down. To like, oh, so the cops blew this entire investigation, and now the mob guys just picked it up and go, this might be a thing. 
Oh, jeez. And it's got blood all over it. And you're like, ugh, for crying out loud. Wasted. And I love Brian Cranston. The acting was great enough till that point. It's good. But then I realized I can't waste any more time watching shows that tell me, hey, you're stupid. Just follow along. Like, oh. Nah. So I'm out already. And You're going to have a tough time. I can't. You are have a tough time. I do. Right? I can't right watch now, right? anything anymore because it's all like, and I'm being too, you know, it's the, it's not cynical. It's just like, all right, somebody do something that makes sense top to bottom. And, the, and I discovered this too. First episode can't have that. It's like when we say in Playdio, a band can't do some wild, huge introduction. You got to get right to the, right to the meat of the song and don't screw it up because I don't know you. I haven't, you haven't earned my uh, ability to forgive you for goofs. You, it's just, it's not enough. A long prelude. The end of Breaking yeah. Bad has a couple of moments where you're like, that's just insane. But they, I, they'd earned my trust over the years to say they'll explain this or whatever. This first show, I'm like, oh, the inhaler. Hopefully, I'll watch another episode if that becomes the, a thing. And that's because that's, it's the Mission Impossible deal. Those movies are all terrible because when the writing got bad, they just invented face removal. Like, we don't know what we're doing. We've written ourselves into a corner. Face removal. It's a new character. Dumb audience will buy into it. And I'm like, oh, I just can't do it. I find myself, I mean, since December, I've been saying, all right, I got to jump in on this White Lotus thing. I hear good yeah. things about it. I just yeah. keep White Lotus it is, down the road. White Lotus is good. It's slow, but it's good. I end up watching yeah. Killer Sally uh, documentary. <laughs> I prefer... I'm almost getting to the point where I prefer documentaries where I know everybody's going to die. But even those have little gist. <laughs> right. Well, like, there's, 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 but those are real mistakes, and then they're seen as mistakes. Like a cop didn't pick yeah, up. Yeah, when inhaler. you said the inhaler. Yeah. Killer Sally has a moment like yeah, that. Yeah, I mean, yeah. some of those murder things is like, how do they sure. miss that? Or right. this guy, you know, the whole the the Bernie Madoff deal. Yeah. It's like, how in the world did all this But that's out? all hindsight. Yeah, it is. That's the crazy part. When you first see it and you're like, well, come on. Like, if it's the most obvious thing, like Bertie Madoff wore a shirt that says, I rob people, it but would there be was, different. <laughs> but there were, you know, three or four people are like, sure. Now, can't you see the shirt? No, yeah, the, during the I know, whole time. I know they were saying it, but every, every rich guy has three or four people screaming he's doing something wrong because they're not as rich as him. So it makes sense to me that there's some people trying to raise red flags, but that's what they do. But now it's hindsight. Oh, the rich people were right. There's always the hindsight crew because I tried to tell you guys. But it's just dumb mistakes. Again, like if he's just like, I'm calling you. I'm Bernie Madoff. I'm calling to rob you blind. I'm like, okay, here you go. Here's my money. It would be a little different. And the cops knew. It's the Dahmer thing. The two cops that showed up at Dahmer's house. Can't believe we missed it. Well, they didn't miss it. They just didn't want to deal with all that homo. Oh, yeah, the guys that went to the <laughs> just like, yeah, yeah, you go ahead and uh, That's my 19-year-old Thai boyfriend. He loves boning, and he gets drunk, and we were getting real slop. And Dahmer played him like a fiddle, recognizing they're going to hate this gay thing. Everybody does. We're, we're homosexuals, and we were really getting into it. He's drunk, and yeah, it's, I'm sorry. And the cop's like, hey, you guys do whatever you need to do. Like, Tweak yeah. away. I'm out of here. And the neighbor screaming the whole time, he's chopping people up in there. He's like, we're not going in there. Chopping people up is the second worst thing that guy does. You know he's having butt sex with that kid. Yeah, and he's killing people. Well, I don't care about that so much. Yeah, well, good. He's chopping them up. Good, yeah, good, good, good. Get rid of those. <laughs> you know, that's two less homosexuals. <laughs> yeah, the cops didn't come. But then you look at it in hindsight, and you're like, God, that neighbor lady knew everything. She wasn't wrong. But 
There's an awful lot that goes along with that. Uh, the police got fired and all that. Yeah, they're having gay sex with drill bits and saws. <laughs> you never did. And he <laughs> said it. Hey, I have seen porns where they attach a thing to the end of a drill bit. <laughs> this spinning machine of sex death. If I was living next door to that with paper thin walls in the Dahmer apartment complex, it would sound like power tools. And then he comes out and he goes, now nah, we play with power tools. We're gay. And I mean super gay. The cops are like, I don't want to know. Bye. Yeah, I'm good. Now, were the cops wrong? 100% wrong. Who, who would have ever guessed he's a cannibal? You're not thinking that. You just think he's a weirdo doing weird stuff with power tools and vibrators. And Be careful. He's bleeding from his butt, okay? Just, <laughs> I know, just be I know. Careful. We, we got real drunk and then with the thing. I can show you. Oh, no, 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 no. We'll just we'll go now. Meanwhile, Niecy Nash is next to the store. Goes, Come on! <laughs> Would somebody please arrest this quagger? It smells. You don't, why does he live here? It smells because of all the... It's called truffle butter. It's oh. disgusting, but that's what you're smelling. It smells like a dead body. That's homosexual sex. I think it's a dead body. All right, Nisi Nash, back into your world's worst house. Yeah, so it's the hindsight thing is different. When it's a true story, I'll forgive it because it's like, wow, this really happened. What a dumb thing. When it's written and you don't have to be dumb, why be dumb? But maybe in a couple episodes it changes up. But it did. I get lost in the. Oh, they lost me. I get lost so easy because I know I've got 20 hours of TV to plan out if I'm going to watch all of this series. And right off the bat, I found a problem. And I don't. I don't. And if they don't fix it, I'm going to waste three hours going. Well, they didn't fix it, and I hate everybody on the show. I wish I did that with Mad Men. Mad Men, Just exactly. That's what did it. That was. Mad Men was the first real binge I did. And uh, uh, Game of Thrones. I wish to God I never would have started Game of Thrones. I never watched that. That's one. worse than Mad Men. Really? Yeah, it's oh. it's a worse ending than Mad Men. It's terrible. It's it's the and they spaced it terrible. Right, it's so for, you know, lazy and you had to awful. wait a year at least. Yeah, for the I didn't care about the waiting. I was excited about that, but when it came out, and I'm like, oh, they're taking for granted everything that made this show great. Bit. It was terrible. So the ending of that was so worse than Mad Men. Huh? Worse than Mad. Men. And I know that used to be a debate in my head, and I just had this talk with somebody the other day. I'm like, no. It, it, that one makes me mad. Mad Men was like, ah, this sucked. Yeah. Game of Thrones made me mad. You know, like I think about it now, I'm like, what a waste. Because I sat and just powered through all those great episodes, one after another. Like, this is getting better and better and better. And then it ends with, you know, might as well have been Lil Game of Thrones. The kids win. Nick, it, Nick Jr., Game of Thrones, horrible. Yeah, I got a problem with entertainment. All I watch is old game shows and Seinfeld and South Park reruns, and I'm happy with those. New shows always disappoint. Got to find something good. Everybody keeps throwing references out. You got to watch Your Honor. I love Brian Cranston. He's great. He's great in this. That moment there at the end, terrible. The death scene was great too. He runs this kid over on a motorcycle. He's leaning up against the. Curb. It looked like one of Brett's videos. Legs all sideways. He's trying to talk. The kid who hit him leans down. He's like, what? And he goes, and just pukes blood all over his face. It's fantastic. Somebody's already t- telling you, stop watching it right now. It's the dumbest show on TV with the dumbest people making the dumbest mistakes throughout See, the entire season. There's another per- I need people like that in my life who recognize how dumb something can be. Okay, good. So I, I didn't miss the boat on this. Apparently not. He says it just okay. gets worse. Okay, good. Well, then I won't watch it anymore. So it's, uh, yeah, I hate that stuff. I hate that. But uh, Gangs of London season two still haven't, because I, 
I can't keep up because I can't remember what happened yeah. in season one. There's too many people. But I love season one, although it did get a little goofy too, but it earned it. It's just fun to watch. And it had a good story, but it was an awful lot to keep up with. They're out there. Yeah. Those black, black birds are out there every now and then. Yeah, that's a six-parter. I can sit through that and be disappointed. Plus another one that was real, so they, they had real life to base it on. I like Tulsa King. I gotta Tulsa King was good. That's good. Yeah. Yep. Doesn't get dumb. No. There's a moment where you're like, oh, he can fly now? No, no, no. no. <laughs> Those are the ones where I, that's when you just lose me. I'm like, I'm enjoying a drink. I'm like, this show's pretty good. Like, hopefully he gets out of this predicament. And then he goes, I haven't told you yet, but I got the power of flight. I'm the only one in Oklahoma who can do it. I'm like, oh, for Christ's sake, they're going to let him fly? Leave that to the witchers. Yeah, that was awful, too. I got to get something good. Everybody says the golden era of TV. I'm seeing an awful lot of junk. Love those documentaries, though. We need more murders. We need more interesting murders. That's what America loves. And then just some guy to follow it around. Just as a as a human being, I couldn't be in a documentary because there aren't hours and hours and hours of home video footage of me from the time I was two till I'm forty. Everyone who murders, there's a just an s ton of videos of them growing up. So that when they make the documentary, it's like, how in the world they have this much eight millimeter footage of John Wayne Gacy as a kid? Yeah. There's none of me. Zero. Maybe two total videos. And I'm in it for like a half a second. Most of the time, it's an animal. There are like pictures. It is amazing of, how they chronicle that. Okay, just like when you said that on this, you know, that Killer Sally. Tons. And all this old footage. And it kind of developed, well, yeah. this is where it maybe came from. And who saves Some of the it? behavior. Sure. And yeah, it tells a story. Like, it, to me, it would be a birthday party in 1993. And if somebody saved the... The diskette that went into the Sony Handycam. They're insane people to keep a birthday party from 1994 that long. It's 22 today. I'm keeping this forever. And just blow out a cake and like, get this effing camera. All I used to do is flip the camera off. Like, get it off of me. And, and then people would. And my grandma and her giant clothes and all that. That's, that's all we saw. Yeah, it's bad. So I got to stop with your honor. Well, I need another one. That's what this guy's saying, yeah. Damn it. I am watching that show where they've taken uh, B-list celebrities and a couple of athletes, and they're trying to make them special ops. Have you seen that? That special on forces That's one, really kind of good. They're beating well, there's the tar out of these people. There's, I mean, I, Mike Piazza is going to die. Uh, and Dwight Howard is just gigantic, but like kind of clumsy. It's amazing. Like there's there's stuff. In Someone people said they're situation. a little over dramatic. Or the oh, no, there's the a lot of drama. Are, are soft. Some of the stuff they're doing, you're like, I think everybody would be soft here. Danny Amendola's like ripped and he's good in what he's doing. You can well, I see mean, they're like the mentally. Oh, like they're all mentally yeah. soft. They're celebrities. Yeah. But I think they make you climb 25 flights of stairs and then rappel down the side of a building on a pass fail. You're going to come across a little emotional at the end of that. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> it's kind of a good show. I didn't want it to be, but I kind of like it. Well, we missed one yesterday because. Uh, I forgot to remind myself, including, is that slap on TBS. Oh, yeah. that uh, That's competitive. Yeah. I'm interested in that. That's a sport in watching dumb people. It's just hilarious. I'm yeah. like, why in the world would you want to get in that yeah. sport? People just whacking each other in the face. The CTE is just going to oh. run. There's going to be so many chest suicides from that sport. It's ridiculous. The I think the opening show was last week. And the one guy I saw the highlights... One slap, it had, uh, what do you call that one, the, the, the contusion or basically... It was just a giant swollen face. It just, it just filled. Yeah. 
Well, yeah, you saw a video on that, didn't we? Yeah. Inside his yeah. cheek, you know, and um, he continues. And somebody said that. Well, how's it different? I'll take one more. How's it different than boxing? Because like, you can defend yourself in boxing. These poor people have to stand there and get hit. And anticipate. It's, it's a full, just in boxing, it's never like, all right, I'll put my hands down and you punch me as hard as you can. That's not sport. This is just how much can you take. And it's fascinating because, well, until people die. And lawsuits happen. Just a jumbo market for miracle ears. Because yeah, you know, there's no, there's no, none of them are going to be able to hear out of their left ears. The best part is, is the, uh, you know, it started off as kind of like, oh, look, a slap contest. Like sissies, I think, started it. And then giants got involved. And now it's like the world's strongest men. <laughs> they're auditioning. Men. They're slapping, opening slaps to live in the house. Yeah. Then the slappers live in the house together. And then there's an expert that judged, like, I was kind of an all right slap, a little too palmy. World. He's got a good swing. There's a technique. Yep. And then they've got like 330 pound slappers. It's crazy. Oh yeah, welterweight. There's all the weight division. Crazy shit. Yeah, you might have got me on that. Screw your honor. I'm going into this nonsense. At least I can't be disappointed by the thing not being highbrow enough. Well, I know going in it's stupid. And the slap talent is a little bit different. It's like I think they went in Vegas and found homeless guys. (laughs) No kidding. Yeah, I'll do it. (laughs) Okay, uh, next up we have in the welterweight slap yeah. Jesus versus... Yeah. Uh, we've been trying for 30 years to have hobos fight. This is we pretty close. videos where we made homeless people fight and they got banned. And on the internet there was that thing where it's like, well, maybe we get hobos to fight. No, that got banned. So this is kind of a new way. All right, I'm in on that. Slap. All right, that's good. I like that. Your Honor tried real hard to be smart and then got stupid. So I'm glad that that listener chimed in because I was upset about it. Uh, it's 623. We're surrounded by stupid. I don't need that at home, too. Although I look in the mirror every once in a while and go, oof, man, what's going on with you? <laughs> uh, let's get a wake-up song. 585-9800, a good one, and we'll scream it together. It's 98KUPD. Wake up! Brett said it. I agree. That was just growing on me to the point now where I absolutely like it. Alliance, thank you very much. Wacky Apaches out there throwing out our theme song. Love it. Uh, it's 643, uh, this beautiful day, and we have to uh, now deal with the fact that the Oscars are white again. And, uh, oh. The craziness, the, the insanity that's going in the world of the Oscars. Tuesday, they announced the nominees for Best Pictures and Best Director, and all the Oscar nominees are out. And the people who made the movie Till are furious and saying, well, there you go. The Oscars have decided to uphold whiteness again. I looked around at the nominees, and there's that everything. There's like tons of Asians. Like, it's a lot of people. They're winning everything. Like, maybe, and I hate to say this because it's it, maybe it sounds racist. Maybe your movie sucked, and you think it's a little better than it is. Short rounds up for an Oscar. I mean, every right is short round. Is that who that? I, see, there's me being a bigot. I didn't know which one. Data. Yeah. Okay. It's, yeah, but he's not up for as data or short. No. Yeah, for everything and everything after and all that. Whatever yeah. that movie is. Thanks, yeah. Whitey. Asians are everywhere in this thing, and they're favorites. Maybe Till wasn't very good. I think everybody that bitches that they didn't get nominated for an Academy Award sounds like uh, the way Paul Marshall talks about his old band. <laughs> We'd have made it if it wasn't for grunge. It's like, no. You would have made it if you were good. That's it. Grunge doesn't... People don't go, I like this better than yours, so yours can't exist. Because it wasn't all grunge. Yeah, maybe Till wasn't very good. Maybe it was great. I dare you, sir. But the Academy didn't nominate you. Them's the breaks. It's the first time I've heard of Till. I know. Well, well it's, it's what a, is it? Till did... Yeah, Till... It's, the story's phenomenal. It's about Emmett Till. I think it's about his mother, if I'm not mistaken. Okay. I don't know the... 
but it's the Till family. Gotcha. And the, and the Emmett Till story is incredible. It's sad. It's horrifying. It's American history at its worst. It's it's. But maybe the movie's just okay. Because I'm looking around all these Asian people, and I'm like, where are the white people? So I think we all feel it a little bit. Jesus, Asian, Asians have taken over the Oscars. The Koreans won a Best Picture a couple years ago. Like I'm, uh, Oscars too yellow. That's what I say. What's going on? See how silly it sounds. My local band would have made it too if it wasn't for these pricks trying. You know, it's just it's the patriarchy. Like that's a stupid thing. Goddamn no, Nirvana! You're, you're just mad that you didn't make it. It's it's the Oscars aren't so white. Maybe your movie just wasn't that good. I don't think Maverick should have been nominated. It was? Yeah, well, I think so. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, they probably got to kind of something. No, it's, I think it's because they have like 10 Best Picture nominees, and that's where they're mad. It's like, you know, Maverick. And it's, uh, hey. Maybe it's because Tom Hanks got a nod, too, and they're mad. Did he get one for that old man movie? Yeah, yeah for I don't know. Tom Parker is rolling Elvis. Oh, well, that's right. He got that. Well, whatever they can be mad at all day long, but maybe your movie just wasn't very good. we got to stop this whole, it's because I'm this color. Oscars are too white. I'm like, everybody's nominated. It's like, there's white people in it. Are we not allowed to? We want to all be inclusive and stuff like that, but then they scream out, but this race can't be in it. Don't be so mad. The director's name is uh, Chinue Chukwu and accused the Oscars as well as the entertainment industry of being aggressively committed to upholding whiteness. She did not win Best Director. All right. What's or get nominated. Her name is uh, Chinue Chinonye Chukwu. Was time trade Asian? No. I don't think so. Anyway. Here, I'll sound white again. Sounds Asian to me. Sounds Asian to me as well, Brett. Maybe she's Blasian. (laughs) But it's time that we stopped, that we just, that we stood up to the idea of everything being woke and... And uh, just people say, uh, maybe your movie wasn't good enough. Maybe maybe the Oscars were wrong. Maybe you were snubbed, but maybe not also. Maybe you you can't scream and yell, I made the best movie of the year. You just can't do it. Everybody's close to their thing. I personally think this is the best radio show in Phoenix, and it's backed up by ratings. But somebody, more. somebody else that disagrees with that, like the guy that sits in front of me at Suns Games, and uh, he, he listens to the show all the time. His wife has no idea what's going on on this show and doesn't want to. And I told her, I said, you've made the right choice. You'll yeah. just end up hating it. That's fine. I remind myself on a regular basis that at our best, we are an 18 share. And that's a crazy big number. That means 82% of the city is not interested or not trying to listen to us. 82% of the city. You got to remember, just because you feel real good about what you're doing, there's a whole boatload of folks who don't like it. A bunch of them. I think that's probably the amount that I say to people that you should, I should give it a listen. It's about yeah. 82%. I say, no, yeah. it's probably not for you. What happens? They listen. <laughs> they listen and they love it. Yeah. And they love it because it's great, Brady. We both know that. <laughs> it's just awesome. Those 82%, we could win them over. You're not going to like it. It turns yeah, the other way. They just absolutely love it. We're fantastic. And that's why. I mean, we should win an award. for. And then I see those awards go out. Like new times, and they'll go like best morning show is KWSS. I don't even know what that is. I'm like, no, it's not. That's silly. But I'm not gonna cry and whine because deep down, if I think I've made the best motion picture of the year, I live with that. And if nobody else likes it, that's fine. We don't win 
best morning show in all of the publications. They're pandering to the people that will buy their thing. Arizona Foothills Magazine is not going to say we're the best show. They're going to go after Beth. They're going to give you mamby-pamby-mommy stuff because that's who reads their magazine. That's smart. Now, I always... I've talked to the people at KDKB in years past when they get a little bump in the ratings and they get super excited. Like, we're, oh, dude, yeah. we're a six share. They're coming on strong. I'm like, just remember, as a six share, 94% of the city doesn't care about it for whatever reason. Holy kicking the nuts. And I'm like, I'm an 18 share and 82% don't like me. But that's drastically higher than your problem. <laughs> and and you're going to max out at 10% because it's population and 10% don't get, of and also yeah and cuz there's only and that's if they get all the gays <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> that's if they nail all the gays sprinkle in some heteros you can get to a 12 but you guys have to be on fire and you are but in a different way <laughs> but they always get like uh, like occasionally there's ratings times when you're like oh like some of the people that listen to us go on vacation or something will like we'll slip and be like a 13, and they'll jump up and be a 7 or 8, and they're like, we're, we're running their heels. Or we're uh, on our way. They'll find a demographic where they beat us, like uh, retarded women, 18 to 40. <laughs> and they're like, ah, we got you there. And I'm like, yep. I said, but let's talk about that in a year. Sustain it. It's a marathon. Right. And if you do, good on you. But you won't, because I've heard your show. It's terrible. It's The whole thing's a mess. You guys are, people are curious. They got curious for a couple weeks. You might have done something special. You gave some money away, maybe. But when it comes down to it, you know when you're okay. You don't need people to give you awards for it. It's nice, but when they don't, that's fine. With the Oscars, it means career money. Oscar winner is always attached to you, no matter what. And keep in mind, they promoted that movie with Cuba Gooding Jr. and Horatio Sands on the gay boat. Remember that one? Oscar winner Cuba Gooding Jr. was on that poster with the word Oscar winner on it. Doesn't necessarily mean, mean everything you do from there on is great. It just means you get paid more to do a job, and that's all they really want. They just want the money that is tied to it. They don't really care about the diversity and race and how the Oscars. They just basically are saying, you know, we don't get that chance now to be. I have to make another movie and try to win Best Picture. Besides, I that, know it's good, but you know, like the Spielberg deal. I mean, I, I thought, well. He's got to be nominated because this is the film about himself. Right. And he's been doing so much (laughs) in the industry. Look. How could you? I mean, if he didn't. The word Spielberg's getting nominated. Yeah. Here's the other thing. And I can get in trouble for this one. Last year, Oscars tried not to be white, and the Source Awards broke out, if we all remember. Chris Rock getting his ass knocked out by another black guy. Maybe the Oscars are looking for fights. We're taking a year off from the blacks. (laughs) Last year they started. They, they almost ruined it. Now they have something. I have to. These Asians so far haven't started punching each other every time they win an award. We thought the blacks would get along. We're like everybody last year that was nominated was black. The whole Oscars show was black. Hosts, presenters, everything. It's like good. This is great. And then they started fighting. You scared Whitey too you much. You scared Whitey. What were you thinking? And they had to know that that Will Smith, the softest black guy in all the audience, went up and punched one of America's favorite black guys, Chris Rock, in the face. When you're trying to convince the old boys network that inviting you to the party has been long overdue, and then they're like, all right, we'll cave, but we're still old racists, remember that, and you guys start fighting on the stage, the old racists are going to come back the next year and fight back. I really want to uh, nominate all those people from the Till movie, but uh, 
Chimbique Okafer is really kind of, maybe she'll fight. We shouldn't do it. Remember last year when the Source Awards happened right there on stage? I'm not saying that's the right way. I'm saying that might have played a part. Let's put the Asians on. We can be diverse without those people there. And we started swinging at each other. We don't need any gunplay. You got old white men that you're trying to change. And you threw a punch last year. You got it, you know. You it's going to be nothing but 80-plus presenters. Yeah. Old people <laughs> yeah, presenting. It's going to be it's gonna no it's fights. The, you know what it is? It's it's a whitey's last stand at the Oscar. Yeah. Like, fine. <laughs> and they're going to drag out all the elderly actors and wheel Nicholson up there again. And Liza Minnelli's still alive. They'll shoot her out there. This is it. And then from there on, they'll say, you can have it. They tried. And in order to be in the game, you got to play the game. Can't go swinging in front of old people because they'll be like, "See, I told you." And that's probably, I think, what happens. Now somebody's going to write a letter and say, "That's racist." The Oscars have been racist the whole time, and you're thought, "You're right. I know they have been, and maybe they still are." But all I'm saying is, listen to me and take it with a grain of salt. When you had total control of the Oscars, a couple of black people started fighting, and that scares old white people. You have to admit it. Doesn't make it right. Makes it a fact. So now, the poor folks who made Till, they're the ones taking the real punch. <laughs> we can't have those people up there. Remember Will Smith? And Till rhymes with Will. They might have thought it was a movie about him. They didn't watch Till. Old white people didn't watch Till the same way you did. They didn't think Till was sad, the old white people watching. They're like, this is great. Oh, wait a minute. We're supposed to feel sorry for them? I don't even know what Till is. It's, yeah, it's a movie, but yeah. Emma Till, it's a family story of the Till. It's a, it's an amazing story. Read about it on Wikipedia and you'll cry. Emmett Till's an amazing story. Was it that big of a movie, though? No. Oh, okay. But it's, you know, it's a deep, you know, evidently Viola Davis is in that. And she's an incredible actress, but I think she's already got one. Right? You're not going to yeah. get nominated every time. Which I was thinking, is it easier... Or is the opportunity to get an Oscar more abundant as far as you got a better chance? Because so many films are out there that are no, there's I, mediocre I at best. They're yeah, nominating more. But it's now. harder to get. Uh, they are not nominating more, but For it best seems like there's home. nothing there. Oh, we got to nominate this one. Right. Well, there's there's 10 best pictures nominees. And that's where it's like, eh, they're stretching at the last three or four. And then the, uh, you know, there's still five or six of actor, director, and all that. And maybe they got a beef. Maybe it should have been nominated. But it isn't. And sometimes you just got to eat a ton of That's it. And it sucks. But you don't have to raise that race flag every time. It just makes those white people in charge feel... And it, and it ruins the Oscars, really. Because now people are like, oh, it's not about what's best. It's about what's woke and people hate the woke thing now more people at least are getting coverage more people will check out the film all this talk Uh, that's a smart move right there just start screaming and yelling about it it's probably it's probably good probably a little depressing and i think when people see that brendan fraser is nominated for something when encino man rolls up and gets a nomination other people like hold on there has to be some racism involved here (laughs) like that dude should be punished for that and i agree with that he should have been punished for Having been an Encino man and, and befriending Polly Shore at any point say, in his yeah. life, let alone being with Polly, Bubble Boy, Encino man, this guy's getting an Academy Award nod. 
playing Mummy, a, come on. For playing a whale. Mummy wasn't terrible, but it's no. not Academy Award. <laughs> He's pretty good in the Mummy. Oh, wait, I'm thinking, the last of, one. thinking of the Scorpion last one King, one. not him. The Mummies oh, were that's bad. Rock. Scorpion King's the good one. Based on, that was from the Mummy movie. That's yeah. right. I hated the Mummy. That's right. The, the Mummy Scorpion and Kings. Mummy Returns. and then Yeah, those were bad. Scorpion King was a fun one. Because that was Mummy-based. It came off of those. But I didn't have to see the first two and like them. Yeah, that's good. But, you know, can't get that. And then the LGBTQIA plus people have decided to go after uh, Tony Dungy in a huge way. I know. Bob, I have a problem with the way I used to think about gays, Bob. He's sneaky. Well... And I realized something, that cancel culture, as much as it bothers me, uh, I only care when they go after people I, like, need. <laughs> like Tony Dungy, I'm like, well, you should have thought of that. Like, I'm watching, I didn't know he was giving all that money to things that were anti-gay. And, well, pro-life, too, but, like, there was some anti-gay church stuff that he was handing out to, and he'd said some things about gay being not something he's kosher with. He was never really like, I hate the gays, but he... he Alluded to the idea that he's not favoring that lifestyle, which he's totally allowed to do. Uh, but he's Tony Dungy, former Steeler, which hurts my heart that, you know, they're going to try to cancel him. But also one of the worst broadcasters I've ever heard in my life. He's boring as hell. So if the LGBTQ gets him, that just means I don't have to sit through any more of his broadcasts. They love wearing cleats, Bob. And if the cleats is too long, sometimes they'll stick. Thanks, Tony, for that incredible analysis of what just happened. He throws the ball. He catches the ball. Bob. Thanks, Tony. That's called football. You're a real asset to the booth. And he and Al Michaels have been called boring the last couple of times they've done games. It's so vanilla. And they just... were. So when the LGBTQIA plus goes after him, I'm like, all right, go get him. I'm not on your side or anything because I think you're all crazy. But... They go after him by going after NBC for letting him on. Right. They attack the money. And say you got to fire him, and you know, it just comes down to like, you don't have to like everything, and you're making people hate you more when you force them to like it. Like if Tony Dungy was like, I hate gays, okay, but he was he was the spoke he was a key spokesperson for March for Life, yeah, you know, and he's like the only way a, a, you know babies are born is this, and it's like transphobic stuff to them, and they're like, we have to make him. Say he likes us out loud, and then if he does, they're still not going to believe it. He's fired either way. Or you can potentially get uh, canceled now, if he, especially if he came out and said men cannot have babies. Right, which they can. Evidently, I still don't see it as men. But uh, yeah, he was under fire for he tweeted something, and uh, and of course it's debunked that schools were allowing. Uh, kids to be cats or something like I don't know some stupid litter box thing. If, if that's what he said that he perpetuated that. Yeah, someone story. brought that up the other day. Like the, there's Joe Rogan said something about it, and people have said there's a and Joe Rogan. It. Joe Rogan slipped and said it was a friend of his 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 wife's friend's family that there's a girl in the school that she's a cat and had to put a litter box in the school. And then people are like that's never happened. Although there have been kids going to school pretending to be cats. Yeah. And they say, we just acknowledge that you're a cat. We still use the toilet, right? Yeah, that's what we're, I think the parents were talking about it. And like, growing up, we, you know, he's like, I wanted to be a cat when I was younger. Yeah. My parents were like, okay, it's... Well, it used let to be called... It. it used they, to be they called... They, uh, they, they weren't worried about exactly right. 
going to live it out right. the rest of his life. It used it to be like called pretending. Yeah. I used to be able to pretend right. and play. I used to be a dog. So I'm like, ah, I'm an elephant today. And you'd pretend and then you'd go about your business. Now it's a lifestyle. <laughs> and, you, and as a parent, you're like, well, he thinks he's an elephant, so... Let's uh, let's start Barnum and Here's Bailey. Here's some medication. These parents. Yeah, they're, nobody's uh, nobody's a parent. Everybody's a friend. Bunch of pussies. But yeah, he said something about you know uh, that the cat thing, and then they're like, that's a transphobic myth. And then they started to dig into his tweets and found out that he loves the Jesus quite a bit. Uh, he's got um, loads of money he gives to things that are kind of considered anti-gay. And so they're like, NBC, you can't have. Him. So my guess is NBC's like, all right, Tony, you weren't that good anyway. We're going to let you loose. So he won't be part of it. Tough, de- tough decision for him. He was against same-sex marriage back in 2012. And so he's he's got a... He's so got, is Biden. I know. But yeah, I it mean, doesn't matter. He changed his back, mind. He changed his mind before I mean, before everyone at him. one particular time when they started doing the one of the same-sex marriage, all the politicians were saying... He said he had There's a, a small percentage that started, you know, getting a little momentum, but they go with like, the flow. No, you can't. We set this institution right. for a man and a woman. Yeah, they go with the flow. Whatever yeah. gets votes. Yeah, exactly. And in 2020, Tony Dungy said, "You and I, you and I disagree about LGBTQ lifestyles, but that has nothing to do with how I treat people." It's a beautiful sentence. Yeah, I don't think your lifestyles conducive to something I'm in favor of because my religion says I shouldn't. He's living by the book, right? And so uh, now they're going to try to cancel him. And I kind of am all right with that because anything to get but Tony not for Dun- that reason. No, no, no. But anything yeah. to get Tony Dungy off TV. So I do have kind of that. Mm, I would like to have NBC fire him because he's not very good at his job, rather than because he he got an opinion about gay marriage. I don't care about that. I don't know everybody's opinion. I just don't. I don't know, and I can't live my life worrying about it. Are you nice? Are you doing the best you can? Fine. You might hate gays. I don't know. I enjoy your chicken. That's basically what I, I that's my theory. Like Chick-fil-A, I don't know. I don't know if I agree with everything you guys stand for, but I can't say I know every business owner's positions, and I'm you not going to. make good chicken. They make great chicken. You give me good chicken, and I'm going to be. I, look, Chick-fil-A. But the people go back and say, well, you're supporting that. Yeah. They They'll give that money to this organization that you disagree with. Isn't uh, Hobby Lobby the same way? They're like religious based. Yeah. yeah. They they don't make good chicken. <laughs> they have some stuff. I've been to Hobby In Lobby. In and out. Oh, yeah. that's right, on the bottom of the cups. Do they hate the gays? I don't know. I'm not a huge fan of In and Out's food. It's it, it's it, okay. It, that's where it's, it's not that you again, yeah. It's not yeah, that you I just hate the gays. Maybe. Maybe you do. I don't There's know. There's some people that obviously do. Sure. Like I say. We're an 18 share on a great, you know, ratings period. 82% of the people don't like us. I'm not concerned with that. You can only hate heterosexuals. Yeah. You just go with your audience. <laughs> right. And if they say something wrong, you can have their jobs. Like, All right, whatever. Come get me. I don't care. I just don't care. And that's what most people feel. Like 90% of the population is like, I'm so sick of this. Black, white, yellow, green, orange. They're just like, God damn it. I don't want to step in something accidental or have you go back 10 years. If I say something you don't like and then you go, you know, investigating my tweets and say in 2013, I said the R word before it was a horrible thing to say. And now I hate mentally challenge people. It's like, all right, I'm screwed. I think everybody's tired of it. So it's time we all stood up and said, come get me. You don't scare me. 
I think you're funny. I think you're when you guys get all mad and flamboyant, it's even more adorable. I like. I think it's. I think it's. It's like a. It's like being bitten by a Shih Tzu. It's hilarious. But you're really angry about everything. Not everybody likes you. Not everybody likes me. I'm fine with it. I say that to everybody. If you don't like me, get in line. There's eight billion people on this planet, and I would venture to guess that. 18% of them would like me. <laughs> like That's a big number. That's number one in the market. That's huge. <laughs> that's a massive number. I'll take it. I'll take the 82% don't like it. If, if somebody presented that to you and said, all right, 82% of the people on the planet will not like you. It depends on your state of mind on how you hear that. Yeah. Because you'd be like, oh, geez, that's an awful lot of people that don't like me. But 18% of the population will like me? There's a pretty good chance most people are going to like me that I run into. That's pretty good. That's 2 out of 10. I can live with that. Because guess what? I hate 82% of you. (laughs) It works out beautifully. Maybe even more. (laughs) That is a high number for me. (laughs) 82% has really given you one. I would venture to guess I'm somewhere in the 90s. Well, Brady almost broke a chair. I would guess I'm about 96% against society. 4% of you have won me over, and 1% really impresses me. Outside of that, most of you trolls are scaring the hell out of me day to day. Yeah, that's a pretty good number. You don't have to like everybody. You You don't have to like everyone. You can't hate full groups. That makes you wrong, too. But you don't have to like everybody. Tony Dungy does not have to like gays uh, getting married. He just doesn't. And everybody can sit back and go, all right, that guy doesn't like things I like. That's called not having anything in common. He's going his way, you're going yours. Now, if he starts trying to beat you up, that's different. But your life goes on whether or not Tony Dungy likes you. Gays. KDKB. (laughs) Nobody, you know, KDKB should do this. Every time the ratings come out, they should throw a big stink on the news about how the city's homophobic. You and should. You're going to be canceled if you don't listen. I can't believe. Yeah, they should really embrace this uh, gay thing. And, and it is a great idea because people are like Jesus. They're really angry. Yeah, you don't like us because we're gay. Because the whole staff's gay. That's why nobody's listening. But they'd have to be self-aware enough to recognize no one's li- listening instead of celebrating four shares. <laughs> four. <laughs> Do you imagine? I wouldn't get out of bed for a portion. Can we start later? Yeah, we just do, let's just cancel today and figure out how to get to at least a six. Four. Yeah, it's crazy. So I'm just, you know. And then I have to remind myself that most of the population isn't bright enough to... There's a group of people I saw last night on the news that think they found Bigfoot on Google Maps because they scour Google Maps for Bigfoot. Go get a regular job and stop this nonsense. That's some time. Can you have you ever gone on Zillow and scoured a neighborhood like through Street View? I don't know. No, yeah, I, I have too. Street yeah. View's. I neat. battle with Street View. Yeah. Oh, Street Even View. Even like I'll go trying to get to the corner. Or I drove all of Street View that I could drive in a little city called Meredith, New Hampshire, which for some reason calls to me. I love the idea of Meredith, New Hampshire. I don't know how I found. I found this barn there a few years ago. I want to live in it. And Meredith, New Hampshire is right on uh, Lake Wakawan, right next to Winnipesaukee. I have no clue why this place has called me. Don't get it. 
but it has. So I did Street View. She's like, let's take a look at the town. <laughs> I'm driving around Street View. I last about eight minutes in Meredith. I'm like, oh, maybe someday I'll live there. I can't take this. These people aren't even on Street View. They're doing the overhead view of Northern California forests. And then they'll look and they'll go, there's something. And they'll look at an old picture of the same map to see if that's a tree or if it's Bigfoot. And they had, they've got one. And they're like, we think we found him. He's in Colorado. You see it? Are you okay? There he is. All right. It could be anything. It's a big black shadow. <laughs> it could be. It could be a bear. It could, could be, be Will Smith and Chris Rock fighting again. That, we don't know what this is. But they're convinced because there's an old picture where, he's, where that thing isn't in the picture. And they're like, this is it. We found us a Bigfoot. And it's yeah, in right uh, it's in western Colorado or eastern Colorado. I don't remember Does which it side. Does time stamp that photo? Because, you know, we were looking at uh, Zillow the other day and pulled up my house. And that was from uh, 09. Yeah. Oh, it's an ancient street view picture of your place. But they think that's the Bigfoot. They say it measures about seven feet. But it looks like all the other trees in the area to me. It looks it like a cluster a, of bushes. Another shadow over there? Yeah, or that's, that's another a, tree. But they're looks pretty, like a javelina. They're pretty the sure side. that that's Bigfoot. And let me tell you this. If Bigfoot's hiding from us... And if Bigfoot's that big... Yeah, and he's I big, mean, Exactly. I mean, come on. He ain't walking around in open meadows. Yeah. Yeah, I, just ask the specialists that have been looking for him for years. Right. You think you're going to find him he's with a never, satellite? He's going to be in a tree line. He's not going to be in an open prairie. The king of hide-and-seek. We've been looking for him for ages. Haven't found a dead... But he's good at hiding his own dead bones. He's either immortal, and there's only one of them, or they procreate one per generation, and they bury the bones as they go. But there's a group of people out there that it's not just one wacko. It's a bundle of folks saying, all right, and then they have the balls to investigate this thing. And then I have to remind myself, this is the society I live in. About having no life. I hate Don't kill yourself. Well, I'm, I'm up to 98% of not liking people. Because this is ridiculous. <laughs> But they're on they're on Google Maps. Go to Google Maps, and I mean, I'll Zillow search houses. There's there's something to click on. The guy that's been running around in the Bigfoot suit finally it paid off. Yeah. Well, I'm sure I'm sure we haven't heard about it, but there's been a few uh, tranquilizers shot into dudes playing jokes in suits, and then they just laugh hysterically when they pop the top off like a Scooby Doo episode. <laughs> Old man Johnson's wearing that goddamn suit again. Stop it. <laughs> You goddamn Bigfoot idiots are stupid as... Oh, look at you. You shot me again. Zoinks, like it's not a Bigfoot scoop. It's, uh, it's, it's ridiculous. Once and for all, there is no Bigfoot. If there is, let him be. He's kicking ass hiding from us. In this day and age with cameras and everything else, we can't get one clean shot of him. Have you seen the I-14 pictures? Oh, yeah. They're incredible. John Lithgow found him years ago. Come on. Now. <laughs> exactly. That's the closest we're ever going to get was Harry and the Andersons. And the most realistic. Yeah. I still watch that movie and go, that's a pretty good costume. When you zoomed out on that, I was looking for the town that was looking for a little bump in tourism. There's no town. It's north of, I know, it's there's north not. of Telluride. So, yeah, These those... people scouring dead zones of the United States and they think they got them. Can you imagine the magnifying glass and time to just roll your mouse? Nothing. Nothing. Okay. That's every square inch of Idaho. Talk about no life. Uh, 
Then we wonder why people just go and fire at each other from the tops of buildings. They're, they're going nuts. Can we just finally say there is no Bigfoot? Can we all start telling people there isn't one? And the interest in him has to wane. You're never going to find him. Loch Ness Monster. What about Bigfoot. the Scots with their Loch Ness Monster? Yeah, again, yeah. same thing. Enough. We have submarines that can scour the entire bottom of Loch Ness, and we've done it. The Scots won't let go because it's a tourist attraction. At least the Scots have the decency to keep him in one place. We're up in Washington, now in Colorado. He's been spotted in northern Arizona. He's been in Nevada. He's, he's Look at the, the mileage this thing's covering. And that never spotted? He's well, like Robert F- Fisher. He's, he's, he's like <laughs> black ops trained. Maybe since we started to... Uh... You know, save the forest and stuff. The population has been able to increase. Okay, then there'd be more bones. There'd be more <laughs> pictures. I don't understand it. There'd be more than one Bigfoot. There'd right. have to be. There'd be big feats. Yeah. And they'd be everywhere. Now, don't make Kirby jokes here, Scott Haynes. I see what you're doing. I know where, I know where there's a Bigfoot in Gilbert. Kirby's got big feet. She's not Kirby's never been that part of the United States. Right. North of Telluride. And she ain't hiding. It ain't no such thing as a Bigfoot. Stop. And just if you've got a son or a daughter that you care or love about and they are looking at internet maps one little scroll at a time, looking for a shadow that might be some sort of weird gorilla primate, take your kid to a therapist today. You're going to find him, Mom. No, you're not. You're just not. It's like an adorable kid that starts stacking chairs. What are you doing there, Timmy? I want to meet God. I'm building a ladder. You let it go to about four chairs and realize he's going to hurt himself. It's a pointless endeavor. <laughs> let's, let's skip. You're going to get hit by a plane if you build a big enough one. Searching Google Maps when you got Pornhub on the same internet. Come on. Exactly. And that's what religion has done to people. They've made them crazy. I got one. I'm staring at this screen and I'm looking for a Bigfoot. Just go search Bigfoot on Pornhub. I'm sure something will come up. Google it. I'm going See what's on that. Pornhub for Bigfoot, and let's get these let's get these people whacking off and relaxing. Yeah, you can't use the work computer. Yeah, it's just it's ridiculous. Son was step yeti. <laughs> right. Like if Kirby started, then I wanted to find a Bigfoot early for the computer. A, you're lazy. Get out there and look for him. If you're going to look for him, walk around. Don't do it on the computer through satellite imagery. Second, I would uh, laugh at first. Eh, uh, waste your time. Yeah. But then all of a sudden, if it started, yeah. like, I'm on it for uh, a week now. Searching. If she has meetings and friends come over, yeah. you got to stop. You got to start saying, all right, that's enough. You guys, I'll give you one night slumber party where some kids are looking for the Bigfoot. But if this becomes an obsession. It's unhealthy. I'm going to throw on an outfit, scare yeah. the tar out of him one night, and then it'll be over. Yeah. I'm afraid I'm going to have to sacrifice Adam Mittens and eat him in front of the kid. Bigfoot's no friend of yours. He's real. You think he's going to just go, hey, you got me. Handshake, there, friend. There, there is Bigfoot Of porn. course yeah. there's Bigfoot porn. <laughs> there's everything porn. There's probably Littlefoot porn, too, with Stephen Van Zandt. Who would that be? <laughs> <laughs> Paul Barrera. I don't know who's in that, but he's I know so that's the band. Littlefeet porn I'd watch, too. That'd be fun. 70s rockers just getting it together, crushing one. Yeah, I just stop it. There's everybody, I, you just want to tell the whole world to knock it off, knock it off. But somebody's got to encourage these idiots. Some some parents have to encourage. My son's gonna find that Bigfoot. <laughs> no, he's not. I don't think it's kids. It's oh well, that's it's what I'm still, saying. Yeah. Like it had to be encouraged by someone. 
there's a mom out there whose kid is 30, 38 years old and saying, and it may be passed down gener- dumb generation to dumb generation. You mean you can use the maps? I'm not going out and that's cold. I'm on a lazy look for me. Cancel my trip. And you think that you found him on Google Maps with all that? And you think the government doesn't know about him if you can find him on there? Their satellite imagery might be a little bit more precise. John, what's worse, people looking for Bigfoot or the idiots out there trying to prove that the earth is flat? I think they're the same. (laughs) Probably the same people. Yeah. We need the earth. And the one guy I saw on TV said, well, you know, the theory that the earth has been flat is older than the one that has been round. Yeah, the theory that germs didn't exist is older than that they do, but I'm pretty sure we know germs are real. Yesterday, I uh, went out and uh, met a guy that I hadn't seen in, in years. Mm-hmm. How's your brother's doing? I, or I saw your brother about uh, probably 10 years ago, and he's like, was that during the flat earth stage, or he's on <laughs> he's a, a new one brother. now? Yeah. And, it was and like the, a four-year run. He's got to get rid of that brother. What was that when my brother thought the I don't really flat? see him too often. If I said that, I'd tell people my brother died a few years. The one I knew. No, I just saw him. No, that's not my brother. That's a flat earther, and I don't... There's no time for that. So you guys don't talk not too much every once in a while? Because <laughs> what's the point? He's going to bring it up, and then you have to be like, okay, Gary, we that's enough. Seriously, why do you think it's round? Because it is. You, you dip just stop. We went to the same school. How did this happen? And so what if it is flat? Then what? See? That's all you've got. You're not going to win. You're not going to have any money. You're not going to do it. You're going to change cruise lines, patterns. What are you winning here? There is no Australia. You know, that's just a myth. Yes, of course. I'm going to kill you. You know that, right? But, yeah, flat earthers and big footers. Is this for me? Uh, yeah. One was from earlier, but the, okay. the top one. <laughs> <laughs> It is, uh, I think Bigfoot killed Nicole Brown Simpson. I mean, they never caught him. He's never been found. That's a coincidence. Therefore, this must be the case. Signed, OJ. He's found the real killer. (laughs) OJ Simpson thinks it's Bigfoot, and he's a good hider. You're not hiding from anything. They find everything. We've been looking for Bigfoot since since I was a little boy. You know what I'm happy about? That Bermuda Triangle thing went away. What a big deal that used to be. Like people and all the ships that have disappeared. Everything's gone. But planes that planes, just, just ships. Zoop, zoop. And then everybody finally went, all right, this is stupid. And then pilots would go on TV. I fly over it every day. It's not a thing. And then so, and the and here, here's another thing. The vortexes in Sedona are a money scam. Stop it. They're not real. All the crystals and everything they sell at every store. Stop it. Now, crystals might have some sort of a thing, but not what these weirdo hippie... You know, housewives think they are. We haven't discovered what they can do yet, but, you know, you, you go up to the vortex in Sedona and see the stacked rocks, and if you didn't see the guy in the ponytail and the tie-dyed shirt going, this is where the vortex is. I don't believe you. I don't think you're that smart. And but I've been on the vortex. I've stood on the rocks that supposedly are like a healing center to the center of the earth and out into the stars. How are you feeling there, buddy? I had a cold two days later. I was out in the cold too long, and it was raining. The vortex didn't protect me from a thing. Ronnie got certified in yoga, and the graduation was in Sedona uh, oh, a couple weeks ago. And uh, they went to the vortex. Did you have to pay for that graduation? Yeah, we paid for it. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> <or let's... laughs> 
I hate to break it to so you. So you ready for this? People Coming looking for Bigfoot might be up to They're something. on the vortex, and they're doing some of the stuff, and one of the fellow graduates yeah. standing in the vortex says, I don't know about you guys, but are anyone else's feet tingling? Yeah, my feet are asleep. We're doing yoga. Happens every time. And like a chain reaction. Oh, my gosh. Oh, God. My feet are tingling, too. Did Ronnie buy into this? I asked her a little yeah. bit. She's like, no, they didn't really tangle. I'm like, yep. There it is. At least hippies. It's a bunch of hippies stacking rocks. And how come I've got to do yoga at the Vortex? Why can't I jump rope or do jumping I don't think they were doing yoga at the Vortex. I think they were just going to visit. You know, the, here's the Vortex. Maybe they did, maybe they did cue, do some cues. Hey, I got into a downward dog or maybe a <laughs> And she would get so mad at me. Like, I guess you call it a cue. I go, are you going to Q-Fest this weekend? At, uh... <laughs> Brady, well, I, need another, I need another $1,200 to get a, get a graduate again. So what are these stacked rocks supposed to do? Uh, that's just a, a marker for where the vortex. Hey, oh, that's okay. the one that I made. Yeah, I, I started stacking Look, them up on the There's the, the rock, other thing. I'm like, I'm gonna do. I've it. done it. Yeah. I've made vortex. I have too. Well, I, I haven't made a vortex, but I've I've stacked rocks. Great. Neither have I. Yeah. But people think it's a vortex because that's what it's like. Swingers' houses. You stack some rocks, and people are like, oh, this is where the center of the earth has magical juice. It's lost people looking for stuff. That's it. So they do yoga next to a bunch of stacked rocks and the beautiful sights of Sedona. Because they want Sedona to mean more than just volcanic color. Are the vortexes in Sedona real? Yeah, there's little parts of Earth that pulsate, but it, it ain't helping you out. The vortex. And they always drag you out in there with a yoga mat. Here, do some stretching. Why? The vortex likes it. <laughs> it doesn't do anything. I've been to that road in um, Mexico, but it's the, the gravity and where the... So the road looks like it's uphill and stuff rolls up because everything's hill. downhill, really. That's they've solved. It's that the weirdest too. thing. Yeah, it looks weird, yeah. but you're actually on a slope of earth that has an uphill part. And so I it think looks like you're going uphill, but you're not. It's a yeah. full. There's a guy. There's Lee Majors with Bigfoot. <laughs> he really that don't was the him. best. <laughs> you found him. That Bigfoot freaked me out. When Scared I, me to death. Yeah. Yeah, that downhill thing, uphill road, is. It's, there's one in Ohio, too. And it looks like you're going, but it's just the whole pitch of the earth at that moment is going one direction. So it looks like you're going. Bike riding, you see that all the time. Oh, yeah. You're actually on a slope of the side of the mountain, and you look like you're about to climb, and it throws you onto the top of the thing. And, and I thought it had something to do with the, the equator or somewhere it was located. probably but... some gravity-based yeah. stuff. Stupid. Stuff. There's Push no, my car uphill. If there is a vortex, and I'm not denying that, uh, unless it stacked the rocks, it's just some hippie paradise for people to charge folks to graduate from yoga class. At least you can go to the vortex. It doesn't cost you anything. That's true. Yeah. And also, I stacked rocks on top of things. And people are, I, I guarantee you right now, the one that I did out there by, uh, uh, I guess that would be the Seven Pools. It's by, by uh, Devil's the Sinkhole. Yeah. Devil's, it's Devil's Kitchen. Cool four wheeling place, and That's I took where a we went hike. that time. Yeah, I took you up there. Yeah, yeah. And uh, I, I hiked a little higher than that and made stacks. And I told my friends from Chicago, I'm like, I found one of the vortex places. And my wife was like, Oh, boy. I made it. Loved it. You know why? I didn't feel like driving all the way across the thing to her map. It worked. And she was standing next to it, and she was in some sort of weird figure four pose. You see things? It's real. I did that eight minutes ago. I really feel like my STDs cleared up. What's the deal with the seven pools? Is it the same type of thing? Seven pools another... is kind of a neat thing. Indians love that deal, but they're, they're never dry. 
I don't know how that works. The I don't vortex. Know. It's a mosquito. It's a mosquito paradise. I don't yeah. know. Yeah, because there's just seven pools that you drop. You climb up on this little side of the hill, and there's there's they're considered very holy by the natives oh, okay. that we kicked out of there. <laughs> it considered holy, huh? Well, considered holy from over there. This is beautiful. We need to check it out. We're gonna make it national forest. It's it's really cool, but when the water runs, it runs through there, and for some reason, it never ever dries. Hmm. And they're little shallow pools. It's neat. But I'm sure Greta Thunberg will find a reason why they're broken. Uh, what do you got on the big board of musical treats while we talked all these dummies? <laughs> Wake up song time. Brought to you by our buddies at Action Ride Shop. Uh, you know, we've all talked about how cold it's been. And right now you can go get yourself an Action Ride Shop uh, branded hoodie or jacket. 25% off right now when you mention KUPD. Plus, if you're going to be heading up north, get them skis, get them boards, get the bindings all taken care of. They're going to take care of you over there. ActionRideShop.com, as well as just go and visit them right there on Gilbert Road and Southern. And, I was in uh, Sedona once, and I went to the place there where uh, 89A meets uh, Talakapaki, and there's a crystal shop next to a cool brewery. The brewery's amazing. Yeah. The crystal shop's there. And I went in there, and this lady's telling me about all the powers of the purple amethyst and the onyx and this and that, and going through, and I'm just thinking, which one has the power to fix your meth mouth? <laughs> That's right. Her teeth <laughs> look like... Is there one for dental? Little dark, <laughs> like burned Mentos. Does he have a dental crystal that you could chew on for a while? It looks like you've been eating these rocks, lady. This is the healing powers. Ouch. The nerves. They're exposed in a few of my rotted teeth. Yeah, it looks like this whole crystal juice life you've been living is... Is there a white agate you could wear around your neck? or You'd be better off... Eating crystal light out of the can before adding water with those teeth. Sugar bomb. So it's just the healing powers to make your life just better. You know what else makes your life better? An orthodontist. You should go check that out. Jaws. <laughs> Sorry, Brad. It's all good. Uh, anthrax <laughs> on the list. Clutch. Mr. Bungle. Oh, Maiden Mr. Gojira. Bungle. Enterprise Earth. BFMIV. But uh, it's Eddie Van Halen's birthday today. That's beautiful. Or would have been. So what do you want to go with? A little Unchained. Maybe? And Unchained is a perfect. How old would Eddie have been? 67? Six? He would have been... Uh, what year was he born? 55. So he'd Holy be cow. 68. 68 years old. It's pretty close, but for some reason here in 55 was a punch. Eddie is 68 today. Wow. How, about, how long has he been? Two years? Three years dead? I think it's two, isn't it? Three. Oh, three. Yeah, 2020. Man, oh, man. There you go. All right. Eddie Van Halen, Unchained is never a bad choice. Love this song. What? You're going to say something. I was just saying, I saw underneath Eddie's birthday, the octuplets are 14. I saw that, too. And you know who we need to give credit to? Octomom. She pretty much did that quietly. She came out of the gates a little annoying with the eight babies. And then begging for money by doing radio interviews. And then she did that little weird porn, hand job porn. But for the most part, these 14 kids have come out okay. Yeah, Fitz has got a picture with her. I know. We were supposed to do the interview, but I couldn't. <laughs> like, really? I can't. I, it's just, what's the point of interviewing my Octomom? It's, How's hey, the clown car? It's going to get mean about her vagina. At the time, they were brand new. And she was just sad. She Like, talking to her publicist and everything. She was a sad woman trying to figure out how to shake this image. And just do whatever She's she could bills. for the kids. She had a lot of bills. And so she was just traipsing. But she's done a decent job of keeping it together. Like, none of those kids have done anything horrible. They're all, well, they're only 14, but 
I watched a special a couple years ago, and the kids seem pretty well adjusted. And her older kids are doing great. She's off limits because, oh, I mean, U-Hauls have smaller openings in the back. <laughs> no, but can you imagine the guy going into that again? The I mean, the I-10 over there. They might have stitched up the outside, but it's like a balloon. <laughs> you go into the tight beginning, and then you're just in the... It's cave diving. I squeeze through this part, and now I'm in Karchner Caverns. You're not banging in any walls in there. You're floating around in, in inner space. It's quite a grip you got there on your paper mache vagina here. The <laughs> wide open space that I've entered. You could probably just peek in, and it's just this giant stalactites and all sorts of stuff in there. Throwing a tic-tac in the hallway. Oh, it's bad. <laughs> it's just popping it through a little time. Watch this. I can put it through the keyhole, and listen, it'll bang around in there for a half hour. Ding, ding, bong, bing, ding, bong. Throwing them Super Bowls in there. <laughs> <laughs> it would never stop bouncing. It wouldn't be stuck, <laughs> that's for sure. It sounded like a shoe in a dryer. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, hey, happy birthday, kids, and Daddy Van Halen. It's Unchained. It's your wake-up song. It's 98. 98-K-U-P-D. There's a little AFI for you. Uh, Miss Moida, it is 7.50 already. Thursday's cruising. I love it. We must be having fun. Days at KDKB must drag on like molasses Ooh. down a street. Not here, though. Uh, it's time for the uh, Brady Report. It's all the news that only Brady knows. Before we get to that, I did get a great email about what we were talking about before, about the LGBTQIA plus people going after Tony Dungy and everybody being angry about, if my group doesn't win, it's automatically homophobic or racist. <laughs> Where'd my thing go? Where do you, oh, I lost the, the great email too. Where is it? He basically said, I'm a huge loving gay and i'm sick and tired of gays myself and i just laughed for about 45 seconds i don't know what else he wrote i'm just tired of it he said a dude who absolutely loves being a homosexual and can't stand what homosexuals are doing so i giggled like a little girl when he wrote god damn it i wish i could find them such a great a great word oh dell there he is dell there it is i'm a big loving homo and i hate gays i don't care who hates me as long as they don't bother me now, suck my <laughs> All right, Dell. <laughs> perfect. That's the kind of gays I'm, I'm for. I like gays who are sick of it. And the one people who can be mad about what's going on with the Oscars are the Asians. They keep saying we need more people of color. And they're sitting there going, well, what are we? Close to white. Doesn't count. We're not white. It's funny do, when you do hear an Asian people, uh, an Asian person say, when white people, blah, blah, blah. Like, oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah I forgot. They, th- they think of us as different. Anyway, what are you going to do? The world's gone bananas. Again, that's why Brady's here, to solve it all, give it to us in the news, and say it's, your life isn't so bad. It could be this. And it's time for the Brady Report. Uh, did you know, Brady, that kids eat free on Saturdays at Hooters? And everywhere you take kids. But this time, Hooters is actually going to buy your kids something. You get an adult entree. Mm. I'll have the adult entree. You All know what, day. You know what they should do in this situation? I'm going to come up with another marketing brilliant idea here. Hooters has kids eat free, so they have the adult entree. You order an adult entree. Automatically, the kid eats free, 
and at the end you get a cream pie. That's part of the nice. adult entree. It always ends with a cream pie, the adult entree. Uh, adult entree there, uh, you get a free kid's meal for your little hootie. It's only for kids under 12 because by then your kid should be paying for his own meals. A dine-in or take-out every Saturday. Kids, they eat free at Hooters. And then they say, thanks, kids, for this Brady Report. Brady Report. Good Thursday morning to you, Phoenix. Hello, world. Hi. Happy National Peanut Brittle Day. Mmm. I like peanut brittle. Bad for your teeth, but I do like peanut brittle. Couple of basis fun facts. Nearly half of all millennials, 47%, have tattoos. Compared with 13% of boomers, 29% of Americans have at least one tattoo. That's up from 21% 10 years ago. Alex and Chris both counted down the days until they could get there. Yeah, so now being the rebel is the guy without tattoos. Yep. You're, you're a conformist with tattoos where you used to be the guy who made a statement with your tattoo. It was something. Wow, this guy's like one of those. He's a tattoo guy. He's a rebel. He's a drifter. He's a loner. Nope. Now you're just you're, now you're the normal one with tattoos. And this in politics, about it. between Republicans, Democrats, Independents, who has the most tattoos? Republicans. Yeah, probably the Republicans because they served in war. Guys, yeah. <laughs> the Democrats hid from it. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> it's about even across the board. Twenty-seven percent of Republicans, twenty-eight percent of Independents, and twenty-nine percent of Democrats. But Democrats, a tattoo doesn't count when you've been branded by your wife as a cuck. <laughs> that doesn't. That's not the same as a tattoo. Or you've got the AOC tramp stamp. Oh, that yeah. was just from bartending. Does she have one? I'm sure uh, she Paul, has to have one. Pelosi's probably got one. Ew. That says Paul. <laughs> here it goes here. But there's no penis there. What do I play with, Paul? It's an instruction manual. No, what to do with women parts? She has a hammer on the small of her back. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> He's a stone cutter. <laughs> judge Judy was a real judge. But I had no idea how she got her. She still is, Brady. Yeah, she is. But um, she got her gig after doing an interview on 60 Minutes. Oh, really? Yelling at Mike Featured Wallace? her in 1993, yeah. Huh. That's like the New York's toughest judge. I guess so, because she had, a, and her personality was very yeah. colorful. Um, it's technically illegal to get married in Nebraska if you have an STD. No kidding. Well, that's why they used to give you blood tests. Yep. That's gone now, right? They don't do that anymore. You're getting, like some places you get blood tests for a marriage. It's been so long since they got married. Brett, you're up. Got yeah. me. I don't, I don't think you don't have to do it here. Yeah, I don't think so. Going to Vegas anyway. Yeah, Vegas didn't require a blood test. Anything. I think they used to. You guys are just going to have a vial of your own blood around your neck, right? Yeah. A little neck, Billy Bob. Yeah. <laughs> well, those two have given each other just about everything you can give back and forth. So. Yeah, there's nothing <laughs> left. <laughs> there's nothing left to hand over. The petri dish is full. According to a new study, the average parent spends 35 percent more when shopping with kids as opposed to shopping alone. Brady spends 90% more when shopping with 90. Kirby. Yeah. I can't take her shopping anymore. Doubles. Yeah. He wasn't getting anything for himself. Daddy, I want that. It's on the very top shelf. I don't care. Climb up there and get it, monkey. Get down with your feet, Kirby. I'll get it. Kirby wants it. Daddy gets it. Let's go to the Home Depot and make Daddy climb to the top. 
Millennials. Sir, get off of the shelf. She wants this. This is a little shaky up here. I need an elbow fitting for copper pipes. <laughs> Why? Because it makes that decline. I'm getting it. I just want to see how far I can push him. All the way, Kirby. Daddy, I need more quarter-inch elbow fittings. Ah, oh, they're way up high, though. Pull that metal step. Yeah. I'm going to wheel use that this. thing over there. Kirby, put a lock on that. My feet don't push down on that wheel. You do it. Here you go, Kerbs. Daddy, I want a frosty oh, machine. Oh, no. <laughs> Two minutes later, you hear the beep, beep, beep. Got the right. lift going. Wendy, how much for the frosty machine? It's not for sale. Come on, every man has his price. <laughs> <laughs> Millennials on Twitter have been talking about things that boomers love saying. And uh, here's some of the highlights they say. Uh, I'm videoing this. Uh, just nuke it. Phone tag. The nuking it was dead. Look, like millennials, your hatred towards older people. Sit here, I won't bite. Like they're have some respect for older people, and recognize that you guys have been wrong the entire time you've been alive. Calm down and listen to Grandpa. Now, when he starts talking about how blacks or Mexicans ruined everything, tune him out. But nuke it. That's okay. It's so old time, boomer. You guys are never right. You're the worst generation that's ever walked the planet. Stop judging everyone and then saying, don't judge us. When an item they want to buy isn't ringing up, well, I guess it's free. Oh, yeah, no, that's the progressive ads. Those are just (laughs) Some of them are. And then the the boomers tweeted back about the millennials. Ditto. You suck. (laughs) Cuteness overload. You fragile little flowers. All you do is lash out at everyone else, and when somebody calls you out, you cry and try to get people fired. This uh, 59-year-old British woman swears that she sees her husband, uh, saw her husband in a new social media ad for an Indian restaurant called Spice Cottage. Problem is her husband died in 2014. Her name's Lucy Watson, and she was so confident that it's her husband... Her stepson uh, was sitting across from her when they watched the ad. She reached out to the Spice Cottage, asked them how old the footage was. They said they just recorded it a couple weeks ago. Naturally, that set fire under the true crimers on the internet who are curious if he faked his death to get away Lucy's from her. husband was actually alive. He hated her that much <laughs> that he changed his entire identity and ran away. Lucy insists that's not possible. She said she, there's no doubt that he's dead. He went through a very serious illness, needed a liver transplant. The doctors tried to make it happen, but before they could, he passed. That's what you think, lady. Yeah. You shrew. That guy went through an, the great lengths to just get away, not even divorce you. He started over from scratch. Business is booming at the Spice Cottage. The dead eat here. 40-year-old woman in uh, Florida named Casey... Brazil. She went into a gas station convenience store on Monday, and at some point she started shoplifting. The female clerk caught her, and uh, there's an argument. Casey made her way to the door, and the clerk ran over and confronted her. According to the police report, Casey pushed her and then shivved her, shanked her with a couple of Slim Jims. They said the Slim Jims weren't out of the package, but she was... Kind of jabbing her with this. And she, so she got arrested for assault. 
You could kill someone with our vending machine, Slim Jim. (laughs) Yeah. Our vending machine, Slim Jim, say, uh, support Johnson this year. (laughs) Wow. These are from 68. (laughs) It's not even running now. Before he announced. This Japanese uh, whaling firm is pinning hopes on trying to get the uh, whale meat consumption up. It's dropped down tremendously. So they're putting in uh, new vending machines where you can buy the whale meat. It's a big-ass vending machine. Yeah, it uh, items in it cost everywhere from uh, $8 to $23. Hunks of whale and a vending machine? You get uh, whale bacon, whale sashimi. Um, Have you had whale before? I have not. I, what was I a FanDuel over-under on that? I would have I I gone with you. Yes. I would have <laughs> lost, lost on that one. I lost that, too. I figured Brady would have told me a place he could get whale by two. Mm-hmm. I get your whale sandwich by two o'clock. I'm sure you have a whale monger somewhere. No, I, I, I've had the whaler at Burger King. <laughs> Is that it? Is that whale meat? I thought it was. I got ripped off. Yeah. You guys are... This is false advertising. Daddy... I want whale meat. We got a big whaler at the... No, I want the real thing, Daddy. All right, we're going to China. At one time, let's see, the whale meat consumption in Japan is about 1,000 tons in 2021. Each? Yeah, per person. No, <laughs> totally. Putting it down. Compared to 2.6 million tons of chicken and 1.27 million tons of beef. But at one time, uh, they were dropping about 633,000 tons of whale meat. It just seems so... such a big endeavor to kill a whale just to eat it. I know. Well, there's so much other food, I guess. It's an awful lot of manpower to take down one whale, but I guess it would feed a buttload of people. Don't know if you saw this or not, but uh, after Pope Benedict passed away... They have a couple of books that he wrote when he stopped being the Pope. And uh, one of the books claimed that there are numerous gay clubs and they're rampant in U.S. seminaries. Inside of them? Yeah, they're, they're, they know. club up. But then, you know, uh, the other article is some of the seminary school and convents are allowing... A priests in the seminaries to watch porn to curb sure. their, help curb their appetite. And give them a beat. Give them a beat zone. And they're letting nuns watch porn in some of the convents. Now, whether that or not just it's, made me sick. Yeah. For some reason, the gay guys whacking off to porn in the dress seems didn't real. Move the meter. The nuns, but not the flying nuns, fiddling their beans in that outfit with those faces. Ugh. Just probably smashing their man lady button there with a ruler, like it's a second grader's <laughs> hand. What's interesting is Benedict's kind of Sister calling Mary, out. Catherine, Sister no. Mary, stop. I'll give you a whack, I will. You watch your mouth. You don't wear this ruler's bean. How come the ruler's all bleached out up to eight inches? Oh. Oh. <laughs> oh. Just stop asking your questions, Curious George. Looks like driftwood. <laughs> I'll hit you with this weak piece of wood. This thing smells. Are you, what is wrong with your ruler? You have, you're too inquisitive. This dude, Anthony Lafredo, calls himself Black Alien. 
I've seen this guy. Removed his ears, nostrils, uh, which... He didn't remove his nostrils. He no, just had them he carved just down. Kind of sealed up a little yeah. bit. He looks like a, an he's alien. Stacked. He has tattooed he's himself. Stacked. Yeah, he's yeah. tattooed himself. Ready? From so head here to toe. he is before. Yeah, a good-looking guy. He looked like a Danny and Mendola. Oh yeah, he's a handsome, you know, kind of a Guido. No offense, Brett, but he's kind of you know one of yours. And in the his tank gripe tank. is, I modified my body to be a black alien. Now restaurants are scared to serve me. And when you see him, you'll Can know I get why. The, uh, yeah. Whaler oh. yeah. with uh, fries, uh, number three combo. Oh. <laughs> Daddy, I want you to look like him. Ah, oh, come on, Kirby. Kirby Zero won. sympathy. Kirby gets it. I'm getting a tattoo. <laughs> Can I get the henna one? No, permanent. All right. How about hush puppies? No. You... All right, let's get to a couple of radio videos. Okay, that's the first one. I was saying which one. Okay, first one's a skiing video. The guy's doing, you know, a lot of skateboarders will do it down the railing of a stairs. Soul grind. Is that what that's called? I think so. Well done, Jim. It's the only one I know. An axle grind. Well, Brett will know. There's a rail slide, too. Rail Rail slide. slide. This is rail slide and skis. What's a soul grind? I don't remember, to be honest. It's been been years since I've been able to do that. Back on the board, (laughs) Brett. Nothing better than a guy in his late 40s trying to skateboard again. I got a buddy who does it. I know. Your buddy Ryan Zwick you know? still does it. But he's never stopped. Yeah. Picking it up again is going to be hilarious. <laughs> I want to be there for that when Brett puts that helmet on and get, drops down into the bowl. <laughs> it's bad enough on a mountain bike. I'm not getting on a board. Give <laughs> him your doctor. Nope. The hip yeah. doctors. Oh, yeah. We'll talk to the core institute before. We'll do a little pre, pre, uh, pre-medit. pre What are they called? Preemptive. There it is. Here we go. Here's the... Got to hang around Colin to him. Oh, Jesus. Oh, we oh, made it man. almost all the way to there. Does that have sound? Oh, my God. There we go. Yeah. Holy smokes. Let's go! Uh-huh. All right. Oh, oh that face God. into the last. Yeah. But he almost made it. Fillings flying. Oh, that ting is teeth. Oh. <laughs> she keeps filming. Oh. Next one's a girl at a ice cream place. I don't know if it's a DQ, but she's brewing up. She's doing the drive-thru. She's got the headset on. She's okay. blending a shake. Doesn't pay attention though, oh, to her hair. Oh, she's going in. Yeah, she whips up she's the... She's going uh, into the blizzard whips up machine. The blizzard. She's going into the blizzard machine. Pulls to her. That's so fast. The soundtrack. It happened so fast. Toledo sent that to me. I'm like, this is this Alex's experience when he was working at the Brazier? Yeah, is that why you cut his hair off? Oh, yeah, he had it short. Man. (laughs) And she knows how to work a blizzard. Wow, that has some torque. That pulled that big girl's head right into it and then took the machine off the wall. That's impressive. She finished her shift with the machine. No more ponytails at the DQ. Holy smokes. The next blizzard's going to have some hair in it. Oh. <laughs> that is not going to get... You have to throw get, that machine you, away. The machine's done. No, it's got that knot of hair that around thing it. around the, on the, on the, end, on the gear. Little, it's like trying to get it out of your vacuum. Yeah. Yeah, yeah just <laughs> pulling it one. I'm not doing this anymore. This is gross. I'm sorry. Your Heath Bar blizzard's going to have some... <laughs> Carol's hair is in there. It's just what, it's just what it is. There's a big wad of, like, carpet in... No, that's her hair. You should watch this video. Be empathetic. What do you have, Brett? I got nothing today. What? Nothing worthy. 
Really? Yeah. Too I many can't. people lived. Brett's unhappy. Yeah. Well, oh, I mean, the, the, come I mean, on, one people. was sent over, but it was... Mm. It's not good enough. No. I, mean, I like that. Thank you to everyone I got, for I got the, morals. Uh, racist uh, definitions of soul grind also yeah. on text. I don't want to know what you're talking about. I don't know what a soul grind is. Is that the curb? One guy says it's a 50-50 rail grind, John. So you half on, half off? I don't know. What's Brett? 50-50 rail grind? Well, this is... Here, there's a... You're going to show me a soul you grind. You got found a soul grind? Yeah. Maybe you're thinking of Soul Glow. I know what Soul Glow Jeez, is. Brady. <laughs> Hang on, we gotta get through Fries, we have key card. It's- oh, that's a thing. Fries always has to let me know there's a sale before I can watch a guy hurt himself on a skateboard. Right. Aggressive. Oh, yeah. this guy's on inline skates. He's on inline skates. I hate to break it to you, skateboarders. All your tricks look exactly the same. To All of them. Bro. <laughs> I know. You're just grinding on corners and stuff. All has different names, and it all looks like you're just kind of sliding down a corner. That's the same yeah. as that. That's the same. Well, oh, this is a different. full tutorial of like. <laughs> oh, I like yeah, oh, yeah, I like the music though. This is really soul grind. This is curves, ledges, fun boxes. So, hello again. It's Daniel. Hey. <laughs> hello, Daniel. Yes. Hello. You found it. And we now it's soul grind. First, we will learn how to jump into the grind, and then we will learn how to grind the soul grind. Let's we will show learn me the soul how grind. to jump into the soul grind out of a pipe or ramp. So, let's begin. Alright, drop in, crowd. I don't have time for this. <laughs> this is what it looks like. So, our final okay. solution on this move. Again, it's everything he's just done again. Yeah, it's yeah. the whole thing we just watched. All of it, alright, all of it's the same. <laughs> Come on, Daniel. We will learn the proper posture for doing soul grind. Everybody dance. John, a 50-50 is where you grind on your skateboard trucks. Oh, in between the wheels. Right. The other thing's grinding on the board. Yeah, like a rail slide. Oh, yeah, that's a rail the rails on the, 50-50s. On the board. Yeah. So you're going straight down, and you're not on the wheels, but you're sliding down the trucks. trucks. Okay. Got it. Sweet. It's ruining the trucks. That's correct. Yeah. There's one group of people you want to learn how to soul grind with. It's the Germans. <laughs> Noted for our skateboarding skill and acumen. On this ramp, I'll get some serious Aryan. All right. <laughs> Boo. <laughs> Boo to you. Let the Germans handle it. Bad enough with That's the enough. soul glow. That's grind. enough. We're done here. He's going down the road. We've talked about Kirby too much. He's entertaining one again. <laughs> And he's got his mind on that whaler. Don't fool yourself. Time for a lap. Uh, it's 8-11. Time for a long lap. Maybe a camel back and back. Uh, there you go. That You're should... out of soda, aren't you? Oh, yeah. You should probably go grab us a ton of soda. <laughs> From Atlanta. <laughs> From the plant? Yeah, forget, go to the plant. Do a tour. <laughs> Tell your jokes there, progressive. Uh, it's eight twelve. There goes your Brady report. It's 98. You know, I still think he's saying I waffle my machine. What is he saying? I don't know. I look up work for my machine. I I just realized that if I he does, I like that song better. Really <laughs> like when they mention any sort of egos in a song. But I, I just realized as I was singing along at the end of that song, I was going, "I walk for my machine." I'm like that doesn't. That's not a sentence. That's a that's a tia. I'm having a small stroke. Uh, I walk for my machine. I walk say, from my machine. Walk from. Okay. All right. Well, that changes it. Darn it. I walk from my out machine. Again. You can't walk from your machine without butter. We should do a game where we play lyrics and Brady writes down what he thinks he heard, and then you have to guess what you think he heard. 
because I'm, I'm I'm guilty of it, but you're terrible at it. Like, yeah, we used to. Yeah. Well, we kind of did it with the uh, bum ear, with the with the dead ear, and yeah, we could probably yeah whispering in your dead ear. Was you don't a even lot need it. No, but if we just played a song you may be mildly familiar with, and just say, what do you think Brady heard here? Like the first time I heard uh, Aerosmith's song "Walk This Way." I mean, yeah. I was young. I thought he was talking about Marcus Wayne, and I don't know who Marcus Wayne is. I don't know yeah, either. Not- but I was like Marcus <laughs> Wayne. <laughs> I'm like, well, whoever Marcus Wayne is. Like, the worst part of that one is it's the name of the song. I can understand, like, parts well, that aren't I would never down. hear that. You know, right. it's on the. It's not like I'm controlling the radio or anything. Sure. Oh, I'd hear this song. But Marcus Wayne, I'm thinking, like, you Marcus never Wayne. once heard. Like, you were telling people, I want to hear that Marcus Wayne song. And it's like, all right, leave me alone. Yeah. It's like Blinded by the Light. I always thought it was revved up like a douche. Yeah, that's what I mean. I mean, and, and I'm being serious. I'm not even being funny. Like a douche. Because the way he says it. Yeah. And I, and I just made words after that. Yeah. You're the root of me and my blinded by the... And you find it wrapped up like a deuce, another runner in the night. Yeah. And I still don't know what that means. Sailing terms. Is that what it is? I think it is. Is that about sailing? Blinded by the light? Yeah, blinded I think it's like a deuce. What is Bruce think, Springsteen writing about? not Bruce Springsteen. He wrote he, that he, song. He wrote it. But the guy that did no, he it originally? wrote it. That's right. Bruce wrote it. Manford Man made Manford it famous. Manford Man made it good. Yeah, okay. Because yeah. his version stinks. Blind in front of land. Hurt that like a deep. Yeah, I don't, I don't understand what that is. Is it sailing terms, or are you just making that up? No, I thought it, I, I thought I heard it was a sailing you thought you heard like that, but then again, deuce. you thought you heard Marcus Wayne, so who knows what you heard. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, interesting. Maybe we can try to throw that together real quick, and then I'll put a multiple choice of what Brady wrote down versus what we think Brady might have heard. But it'll be easy because it'll have, you know, cookies and Little Debbie and all sorts of references to food because that's what his brain always picks up. That would be a tough one. Uh-oh, Toledo's got an idea. Come in with a smirk. It's about the uh, it's about youth Hi, and the invulnerability of adolescence and sailing. Not one thing about sailing. <laughs> Have you heard that? <laughs> What's wrapped up like a deuce? Why is that sailing though? I thought they were talking about the uh, the mast on a sailing ship. Mm-hmm. That's being uh, it's you're messed up by that. I thought it was a sailing term that he's okay. reference wrapped up like a deuce. I gotta look and see if deuce is a sailing term. Who told you that? I forgot where I heard it. <laughs> but it lived with you for years. On <laughs> adult, adult Swim. I think I like Brett's version of just uh, revved up like a douche. Is it wrapped up like a douche or it's wrapped up, not revved up like a douche? Yeah. Revved up like a douche. Is. You got a little taste. We should do karaoke brain and just have you sing without reading the words what you think you're hearing. Popular sailing term is shiver me timbers. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're not on the right page. Like this one. Yeah. It sounds like this. He says deuce. Yeah. yeah. He didn't say deuce. They made this song. Someone play the Springsteen version. It stinks. It absolutely sucks. Those guys rushed this song compared to what Bruce put together. Asbury Park Hillbilly Jam Denim Jacket. Or is it a Deuce Coupe car? Maybe. Now you're just, I mean, it could be a, a, a playing car. There is a sailing ship called the Double Deuce. Well, that, there's, of course, there's so many ships named it. Bombers, bombers, 
It's it's oh, this is how you got in it. In everything in mind. It's not even singing to a song that's being played. I don't think it's hearing the same song he's singing. With a boulder on my shoulder, feeling kinda older. I did you wish for that Why aren't you guys playing the song I'm singing? Keep up. Breathing, teasing, my light as he scabbed to the ground. I don't even need words. Some Long ago, Oof, that song's terrible. When you get to the chorus of it, it's even worse because they're so familiar with the good version. Yeah. And you won't shut up. Right. It's like, yeah. Bruce, you haven't thought this one through yet. The words are so great. Reading Shakespeare to a guitar track. <laughs> <laughs> Loose like a deuce, he says. Another runner in the night. Which could be a cards term. Like yeah. tossing the two because you don't need it. Cut loose like a deuce, nutter. Give me any sort of song, I can make words to it. It's amazing. That's terrible. Yeah, it's really bad. And then Manfred Man's like, there's something here, but it isn't what he's doing. Yuck. All right, you guys try to do it now. Two, three, four. The correct wording is wrapped up like a deuce. In the man for man version. In the middle of the night. Yeah, in the man for The word right. deuce is no, meant to portray up. a deity of sorts or even the devil. Another meaning of deuce is armor. So the line could imply being wrapped up as a in a suit of armor. But that's incorrect because that's not the line. It's wrapped up like I know, a deuce. I just another said, what does wrapped up like a deuce mean? Yeah, but the next part it, is another runner in the night. <laughs> Man, that Palladio song sucked. Yeah, yeah, it did. Yeah, <laughs> Bruce covered it. Uh, it's his, too. I don't know what any of it means. But I do like that I thought it was, uh, I waffle my machine, and I, I've been straightened out on that one. And I hadn't even questioned it until today. I was today years old when I'm like, hey, that can't be right. I waffle my machine. What? <laughs> He's waffle stomping something? Anyway. Well, we've got Kevin Hart tickets to give away. Just a quick transition. Kevin Hart's coming to town. Super Bowl, right? The weekend of, I believe. we got Kevin Hart tickets. Those are not going to be easy to get, but we have them, and we're going to give them to you. All you have to do February 10th is get one past Brady. That's it. The joke dick is alive. I want to do the joke dick today. If you're going to go see somebody funny, I want somebody funny. Now, rules for today's jokes, they have to be funny jokes. And stump Brady. No Brady jokes? No Brady jokes. If I don't laugh or Brett doesn't go, oh, <laughs> then it's in the running. If it gets past uh, Bogan. If, he, if the joke dick grabs it and ends it, your your time here is over. No Kevin Hart tickets for you. I want a good joke. I want somebody with a sense of humor that knows how to do this. And at least a good way to tell it. It can be a cruddy Brady joke, but tell it with a little spagash, and you got yourself something. We're screwed. I think you're right. <laughs> but Kevin Hart tickets might bring out some better folks. You know, I don't trust the Trevor Noah crowd to go calling up with good jokes. This one, uh, Kevin Hart folks might might end up doing this. Uh, if you want to play, 585-9800. just need a good joke. If Brady doesn't know the punchline to your joke, you're going to get Kevin Hart tickets. It's that easy. But it has to be a funny joke. Uh, bring it past the joke dick next. It's 98KUPD. All right. It is time now for the joke dick to take over our beautiful little room. Brady has been in many a party. 
heard and told many a terrible joke book joke. He remembers them all. And if he doesn't, he's learning one today. All we ask today is that your jokes are funny, first. Second, well-delivered. And third, if Brady doesn't know the punchline, you're in heaven because you're going to go see Kevin Hart here on the 10th of February. Where is he playing? I think federal. Was he a federal? Oh, okay. He's at one of the clubs. Financial, excuse oh, me. Oh, yeah, I don't know what it's called. Whatever it is. The Dodge Theater. The old Dodge Theater, yeah. yeah. The old Dodge Theater. It's 20 years old. We call it <laughs> like it's an old theater from the 1800s. It's had like four names or something now. It's the old Dodge Theater. Arizona America. Credit. Arizona Federal Credit Union. It's a big bank. We'll just call but it. But Arizona Financial. Oh, is that what it is? That's what it is today. Okay. I don't know. I don't care anymore. The AF. That, just, you know, follow the signs to yeah, Kevin Hart. Exactly. Look for where Lilliputians perform live. Nancy will find him. <laughs> All right, let's go to line. Uh, I'll start at line four, and I believe that was, who's that, Tommy? Tommy. Tommy's on line four. Tommy, are you there? Yes, I am. All right, Tommy, you have Brady, the joke dick, on the line. Let's see if your joke gets past him. Good luck, Tommy. Thank you. Hey, Brady. Hey. So uh, I'm writing a book on reverse psychology. Oh. I bet you I wouldn't like it. <laughs> Did you just buzz him, sort of? What? <laughs> yeah, I, I buzzed him. It's a pretty good well, answer. I guess the, the punchline is you really don't want to read it. Uh, yeah. Judges, sort of the same. It's the same, yeah. it's it's the same general. He got the joke, yeah. basically. Just didn't do it your way. He got the right punchline. Your punchline okay, is just okay. as good. Yeah. Nice try. Sorry, Tommy. That okay, was pretty okay. cool. I wanted him to do it for yeah, I know you buzzed him. That was him. closer to a groan. That's a pretty good groan. All right, we'll go to line two. Who's on line two? Uh, line two is Patrick. Patrick, are you there? I'm here. All right, Patrick, you've got the joke, Dick. Good luck. All right. All right, so there's this kid. He's in math class. The teacher asks him, there's three birds sitting on a fence post. Fence post. Hunter their shoes on? How many's left? Kid goes, well, none, because they all flew away with the loud gunshot. He says, no, there's two left, but I like where your mind's at. The kid goes, okay. There's three married women. Each have a lollipop. One's chewing one, one's sucking one, and one's licking one. Which one's married? She says, well, the one sucking one. He says, no, the one with the wedding ring, but I like where your mind's at. <laughs> all right, well, he didn't. He <laughs> didn't <laughs> it was a pretty good joke. <laughs> he didn't want Brady to tell it to joke take him at all. Yeah, he, he just told, told a joke. Well. And he told it pretty well. You had Brady. Uh, you didn't well, know that. I liked his, I liked his delivery, apparently. his cadence. Did you have any of that? You can American Idol him now like you're yeah. Simon Cow. Yeah. Good he delivery. wasn't pitchy. I liked that. Do we have multiple Kevin Hart tickets? Sure. All right, we'll give I you a couple. It, right, hold it. on. I, I like this. Okay, you just I don't want you to power through these. I want you to give Brady a chance, but I like the way you told it. And it was a good joke. Hold on. Yeah. The one sucking one, obviously, is the married one. No, no, the one with the wedding ring. That's good stuff. All right. We'll get another pair. Yeah, I got you. Not? We'll just uh, hang up on them and never talk I to them again. I know a guy. I know yeah, a guy. Oh, you got a guy? Yeah, All right. Got you guy. got a guy. Uh, hi there. Uh, line three. Who's on line three, Rich? Line three is Till. Till, are you there? Not that Till. I'm here. All right, Till Lindemann from uh, Rammstein. All right, Till, go ahead. All righty. Here's a riddle for you, Brady. It's the same riddle, but it's got two different answers. One of the answers is for Mary Vale. One of the answers oh, is no. for Lyndon McKinley in Columbus, <laughs> Ohio. All right. All right. You know where that what? is? Oh, yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. He's more Lyndon McKinley. You know where that is. I have a feeling so, this is going to end up racist. All right. <laughs> <laughs> All right, settle down, bro. <laughs> Not really. I don't think so. Right, you don't see. think so? Let's see. I don't know. All right, Brady, here's, here's the riddle. What do fat women 
and roofing shingles have in common. <laughs> and this is going to be racist. <laughs> yeah. One is from I've Maryville, and one is from, I'm guessing, a uh, uh, area yeah, of Ohio that is <laughs> Linda McKinley, and now I'm saying Maryville. Okay. Ninety yeah. percent um, of them are nailed by Mexicans in in, uh, in Maryville. Shingles. You're smart. Yeah. You got that one. And so if you're saying Linda McKinley, then then 90% are nailed by black guys. All right. (laughs) Let's give a pair of tickets. How are you laughing that hard at that? You didn't see that coming? No. I don't know where Linda McKinley I know what you had to guess after he said Mexicans. It wasn't going to be Polish dudes. All right. Well done, you jackasses. I had a feeling that one was going that way. Are we giving No, he didn't get tickets. No. Brady got the joke. Ah. Let's go to line two. Who's on? Oh, that was already the guy. Line one. Who's on line one? Brandon. Brandon, are you there? Hello? Brandon, are you there? Yeah. Very loud. Well, it's because you're on a speakerphone, Brandon. Which I told you to get off of. Yeah. Now he's he's trying. Oh, I see. It's like the flashlight's on on the phone. You mean you heard it? And I don't blame you. Listening to Toledo's a bad idea. Brandon, are you still there? (laughs) You're dead trying to fix it. Yeah, I'm here. All right, go ahead. What's your joke? How do Germans like their women? How do Germans like their women, Brady? Good and tight. Oh, God. Oh, God. <laughs> Nobody <laughs> even know that one. Uh, Welcome to third the grade. Both you, the both of you can go <laughs> crash into a wall. Jackass. All right. That's no. the word for terrible. virgin. No, it's not German. the word That's for terrible. virgin. Yeah. terrible joke is what that is. It's uh. the word for you're not funny. <laughs> Good and tight. You say that and, all the time. Oh, right, don't do it. Go ahead. The word for a brassiere or a bra in German? Yeah. Keeps them from flopping. Yeah, that's oh, right. And that's God. not doesn't even sound German. How about like Vaseline? Yeah, all right, got it. it was bold and KY bolder. Jelly or Vaseline is? Wiener Schleider. All right, now he's gotten all the German in yeah. Mad German? You make me miss Hitler. <laughs> he was a better German than you. Stop it. All right, we got this one round. This guy got tickets. We'll try another one. Of you idiots. Brady. Uh, the joke day. Always seems like a good idea. <laughs> you bring this up. I, I do it to myself. I, it's like flogging my back. Although I do like that joke about the uh, the fat girls getting laid by Mexicans. That was good. That's See, a funny he should have got that's a good joke. No, no, it doesn't. Guy who it's just not, wanted to tell his joke. Well, no, but it's not just like who has the funniest joke. Brady knew it, so it's like he joke dicked him. Yeah, so but the other like, guy didn't even like uh, wait for Brady. Oh, you can hang up on him. I'll hang that's up his on fault. Him. This is rude <laughs> after a certain point. It's being rude. Means I knew it. <laughs> okay. He tells the where, where, uh, where is Lyndon Johnson, Ohio? Lynn McKinley. Oh. Is it outside um, of Columbus? East. East Columbus. Because I've seen uh, Columbus from where you lived. You took me to your house. And I've seen the Columbus that welcomed Buster Douglas home from beating Mike Tyson. They're drastically different places. Yeah, that's... Uh, <laughs> That's You're getting close to Linda McKinley. <laughs> no, I think I'm in Columbus. I think you're far from Columbus. Good high school. In Upper Good, Arlington. Uh, Upper Arlington is afraid of colors. <laughs> Linda McKinley comes and serves Upper Arlington. It's good cleans work. their houses, but you said colors, right? Colors. Yeah, it's not. I've never seen anything I, like. Look, I've seen milk darker than that place. <laughs> <laughs> that is a lily white. It's changed it's since I've left. I, no, it hasn't. Look, I'll tell you this. No way it's changed. 
<laughs> I felt like a POC there. I was so kind of out of place. <laughs> it's it's the weirdest kind of whiteness ever. They don't say hello. I had to go to the bank. How about them Buckeyes? I'm like, I don't know. I don't know. I just need my, what? Is that that's robots? Bleeding? Yeah. You think the Buckeyes will get them? And then I was there. I'm like, I hope Michigan kills them. <gasps> I don't know. Ask Cooper. He's yeah. over there. <laughs> and they're, they're just everybody's just kind of in this robotic. Like that movie Megan has more like life to it than the people of Upper Arlington. Just so like Pleasantville. No, it's like uh, Whiteville. <laughs> it is. It is white. White place to be. <laughs> Archie uh, Griffin lives there. He's allowed in. He's got two <laughs> Heisman trophies, a couple of national championships. That guy, of course, is allowed to be around them. And the membership at Scioto yeah, Country right. Club. Oh, uh, yeah, but it was also a. You can have one. None of your friends, though. Archie was your. Look, we we see. We if they're great to us, they're. You get a couple of Heisman trophies. It's like being white. <laughs> that place is crazy racist. You know it. <laughs> I grew up in a racist place, but they admitted it. You grew up in one, and they hid it. It's the Midwest. There's a combo. No. Well, there's probably a bunch of people who admit it there, too. Yeah, that's true. Uh, but that joke was pretty good, no matter what. Let's get ourselves another round of them, shall we? Five eight five nine eight hundred. Good jokes. If Brady knows the end of it, you're out. If he doesn't, and it's good funny... Jokes. Why do you got to set that <laughs> Kevin Hart, I'm trying. Happens. I'm trying to get people to go, mine's not very good. Just self-aware. That's all. Say uh, it to the person next to you. Yeah, tell if the person in the car. Brady, right. Then if they look at you, go, shot. dude, that's got a shot. <laughs> then maybe. But I bet you the dude who's tooling around telling that Wiener Schleider joke if would have told him. If his reaction is yeah. like Brett's, then Look, don't I'll call. tell you, his buddy sitting in the passenger seat going, <laughs> call, call, <laughs> call, call bro, call. Wiener Schleider, this is brilliant. Hilarious. Good and tight. It's like you're German. I thought we went to Dusseldorf or something. <laughs> Uh, so you call now, 585-9800. Another round of the joke dick is next. Uh, it's the pumpkins right there, that 79. Brett. Hey, I'm to pee real quick there. Let me get that out of the way. Uh, all right, I got my uh, music here ready to go. Brady's second round of the joke dick is upon us. Scooch these phones over and see if Brady's got it. Ready, Brady? Oh, I got one online here. Uh, Tom says he doesn't want any prizes. He just wants to know if you know this one. What's the difference between a microwave and my anus? I'll just cut one, to it. You're uh, not going to get this one. Okay. What are you going to say? Uh, nothing. Uh, the microwave doesn't brown the meat as fast. Oh. <laughs> 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 How about this one? And then text. he told me this. At the end he goes, an old lady holding a stop sign at a construction site told me that while I was stopped. <laughs> like That is an aggressive conversation. That goes from, hi, how you doing? It's going to be a minute, hon. Oh, okay, that's fine. I'll wait. You know the difference between a microwave and my anus is? I don't even know your name. Well. <laughs> that can't be real. That is an oversharer, man. Oh, now you can go. And she spins it to slow. Thanks, ma'am. This one from text. And no, you can't win either. What do you call a dead blonde in a closet, Brady? I think you've told me this. Oh, and I'm, you know all the dead blonde jokes. Dead blonde in the closet. Marilyn Monroe? No, no. Um, no. She'd be um, too stupid to yeah. find something. The hide yeah. and seek champion of oh, 1985. That's right. That's, right, that's, that's right. right. You have told me that before. How'd you forget that? Yeah, that's terrible. That is terrible. It's been a while. Right. Are we slipping? This is it. Line it one. Walschlager is on the line. Are you there? 
Yes, I'm here. Good morning, gentlemen. All right. How are you, sir? Doing pretty good. How about you guys? Doing well. Get get one past the joke, Dick. Good luck. All right. Brady, what's the difference between a pimple and a priest? <laughs> I know this. Oh, jeez. You can I, also you, say Michael Jackson in it. Clean it up. Yeah. Yeah. Make, yeah. Make it make it acceptable. I'm trying to, you know, um, a pimple waits until what, 15 Brady? years before it screws up your face or there you go. screws, screws up. up. Yeah. 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 Nice. Yeah, mine is Don't Sarah. I knew you were going to just blow it out there. Uh, my answer is uh, a pimple won't uh, rape you and lie about it. <laughs> that's just different. All right, that's a different punch. Either right. there, Father Dale. <laughs> I see you, man. Everybody knows Father Dale. He's a legend, you know, and for all the right reasons. Uh, Zachary, are you there? I am here. All right, go ahead. Good luck. Uh, all righty. So you have two gay men making sweet, sweet love. They yeah. both die at the exact same time. Wow. Which one goes to heaven first? Which of the two gays in, in uh, trapped in a lover's tryst? Goes the bottom to... one, because he's already packed. Ew. Is that Very right? Very good. Is that right? <laughs> Very good. <laughs> Brett likes that he's one way too much. Zach's was yeah. a little more colorful. I, yeah, I, was, I like the more colorful right. version. And Zach, he's got his crap packed, his crap. <laughs> Let's just say he's got his stuff packed. <laughs> Thank you. Very Gross. All right, enough, Zach. That's disgusting. You make me sick. You were raised wrong. Martin is online. Martin, are you there? Yeah. Hey, how are you guys doing? Good phone, Martin. All right, go ahead. Hey, so sex ed teacher comes into class. He's got a banana and a box of condoms. Okay. He says, class, today we're going to start practicing putting on condoms. But first. Right. He's got to put. He's got to eat the banana because he needs the potassium to last long. Close enough. <laughs> what, is, what, is, what is your punchline? Easy. Is it? <laughs> I, I can't get hard on an empty stomach. <laughs> <laughs> I like his better. Oh, but Brady got it for the most part. It was the, yeah, the eat the banana was the, I can't get hard on an empty stomach. It's hilarious. <laughs> All right, thank you. Uh, no tickets for you, though. Brady got most of it. He ruined the joke. That's basically what it was. David Wetmore, are you there? Yeah. Glenn, yeah actually. My name's actually Why does David Glenn. pay for your bill? Yeah, who's David? He's got a stuff back. Is David your friend? Yeah, yeah. This is a company provided work phone. So you stole David's phone? Yeah, it's something like that. All right. Well, honest, I won't tell him. <laughs> yeah, I don't know where that came from. Well, you stole a phone. It's somebody else's phone. That's where it came from. It's pretty, <laughs> pretty easy. Pretty yeah, yeah, yeah. You still yeah. have minutes. Yeah, I'm not Matlock, we'll, but I'm pretty we'll, sure we'll, I figured this we'll out. We'll get into that if we need to. We'll All get right. into that. And you kind of have a criminal's voice. But go ahead, uh, not David Wetmore. <laughs> so um, what's the difference between 365 used condoms and a car tire? 365 used condoms and one car tire. I know this one, too. One's a good year. One's a great year. There you go. That was very nice. That's a groaner. Brett did not like that one. But either way, uh, not David Wetmore. Uh, Nice try. Thank you. Good luck with your life of crime. Well, there you go. Well, we gave one pair of tickets to Kevin Hardaway and probably all we had anyway. Brady, how do you know when your wife is having an orgasm? Who cares? When my truck is parked in your driveway. (laughs) I like Brady's answer better. (laughs) My answer is women can do that? (laughs) Oh, boy. Oh my god! Oh god! I Did hope you just the- see the last one from 
I got well, it. I did, I'm looking at text. Yeah. Oh, okay. No, I'm looking at email. Uh-oh. I know there's some colorful ones on oh, text yeah. that I can't get to. So, How about this one? Okay, go ahead. What's the difference between John Wayne and Jack Daniels? Oh, this is the thing about the Indians. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, this is the, I know well, John Wayne stopped killing natives. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's a terrible joke. That would have got tickets. <laughs> All right. All right, that's enough before your people ruin everything. <laughs> hey, John, why did the dad leave Ohio? Because Toledo? Yeah, <laughs> it's because Toledo was there. That's not bad. That's not a bad, well-written Toledo, Toledo jab. Yeah, because you can't, can't, you can't, you got to leave Toledo. Oh, no. Okay, stop it. What is it? I'm not reading that. <laughs> you must have read the one that Rhett read. read. <laughs> no, I got a couple of them. I'll try one more. Oh. All right, we'll try this. This is a good one for Brady to close on. It's not a good joke, though. Did you hear, Brady, about the man who got his left side cut off? I didn't. He's all right now. Yeah. <laughs> I, thought Brady, uh, I thought Brady would win that one. Uh, I thought that was for sure a Brady win. All right, that's enough of that. I'd rather hear commercials. <laughs> Me too. I can't wait to tell you guys this one off the air. Have you heard the name of the new World War II Pokemon? I'll tell you off the Oh, air. no. <laughs> oh, I choose you, Pikachu. Oh, yeah. boy, I know where this is going. <laughs> and appropriately, it's 9-11, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> there go your stupid jokes. Uh, the joke dick failed once, but it really wasn't a failure. A guy just railroaded him, and he won. That's not, well, railroaded after the World War II thing. Probably not a good choice of words. Uh, we got our FanDuel picks coming up in just seconds. Congratulations, you went to Kevin Hart. All right, this isn't fair. Like, the day was just moving right along. We're doing no. a job, and then Eric's Family Barbecue shows up. With what is, without question, the greatest breakfast burrito I've ever eaten in my life. It's amazing. Wow. And then, like, half the chicken. Mm-hmm. Everybody got half a chicken. Did you get half a chicken, Christy? No, you guys didn't yeah. offer. Well, we don't have to offer. I've it's in a some. bucket, Brady. Oh, yeah. And don't take it from him. You'll lose a hand. <laughs> you think that sloth will bite you? <laughs> you think Luna will get yeah, it? Holy you. smokes, man. That is, it is unreal. So, Eric's Family Barbecue, thanks for breakfast. We didn't expect that they showed up. Excuse me. My bad. And now we have the queen of the jungle. Yeah, that's right. And uh, Christy uh, Morecambe Hayden is her name now, right? Is that correct? Christy Hayden. Um, it's actually just Christy Hayden. No, now. it's not. It's, it's too funny to say Morecambe Hayden. Because <laughs> I know you say it, so it's okay. <laughs> when you introduce yourself. It's right? Morecambe Hayden. That's what I'm introducing yeah, uh, yeah, so Christy's here from the, uh, the zoo out there, the World Wildlife Zoo. And, uh, Wildlife World Wildlife World Zoo. Sorry, I'm still thinking about this food. And is it bad? You brought that little sloth back. Luna's back. Right. And Luna is adorable and a little she's bit bigger. back and bigger. I know, but she's not as big as you would think. I mean, it's been a while since you guys have seen her, but sloths, like everything else they do, they grow very slow. Yeah, slow. even I grew faster than the sloth. You grow pretty fast. Yeah, that's pretty amazing. Yeah, and he's uh, eating like a, what is that, a cucumber? Cucumber. That's what they eat? Oh, uh, well, it's funny. Like, their diet varies. So, like, one day she'll love sweet potato. The next day she'll love cucumber. And that's actually because they're browsers out in the wild. And they don't want to consume too many of the same leaves and ingest too much of the same toxin. Yeah. So they're constantly switching up what they eat. So you don't have the problem like they're, uh, you know, like, you'd be hooked on uh, chicken nuggets and mac and cheese. (laughs) Yeah. Can we give them some uh, chicken and the chorizo breakfast burrito? Right. I don't know what she would do with that. Now, the two-toed sloths, like Luna here, do consume a little bit more protein in their diet, where the three-toads have no protein in their diet, but I still think she'd probably snub her nose. Yeah. To the chicken? To the chicken, yeah. 
He's pretty cute. Sure. Not to brisk it. No way. You know brisket. what I just realized? Because I saw the tag that that's not all sloth. <laughs> I just now witnessed that you you have him. It's she's wrapped up in some sort of. It's the she's exact same color. To a sloth. That's a yeah, loner it's sloth. It's a stuffed sloth that she's holding on to, not the corpse of another sloth or like the rest of her. I thought she just got kind of thick. That's no. all fake. Yeah. Oh, okay, so yeah, I don't even no, really know what sloth. she is. That's now, like fake mom. So she's she's still really little. Here, let me. Because she was tiny last time. Right. Oh, and she's much bigger. But oh, and you've got him in a and very precarious position. All right. <laughs> Who does Luna's hair? Brady has never been in that position with uh, his wife, and here you are. <laughs> Why would you do that? Uh, that was all Luna. No. This is the position she prefers. Uh-huh. <laughs> she always hangs on to her stuff. Luna's a keeper. The good ones do prefer that position. Christy, that's graphically terrible. Well, we can't at post that's why this. We're on radio. You got to understand. Once yeah, I know we've got it all over right videos here. and stuff for you crying out loud. Me. Yeah. I would have put her in more of a PC position. <laughs> right. Yeah. The 69 was option A, and then B was like for the camera. She knew what show she right, was coming yeah. on. Yeah, great. We're on Pornhub now. Uh, so, uh, what's going on at the zoo that we don't know about right now? Oh my gosh. Okay. So much is going on. We've done so many renovations. Let me ask that again. What legal is going on at the zoo that we should know about? <laughs> okay. We had nothing to do with that tiger that was found in the neighborhood. I didn't even know about that. What's that? You didn't? No. no. Okay. So, I think it was like two or three days ago now, there was a tiger confiscated from a neighborhood here in Phoenix, a tiger cub that they were trying to sell online. Oh, I was just it wasn't wandering around. They had it in a no, house. No, oh, yeah. okay. I thought it was like an adult. The police had a search warrant to go in there because he was trying to sell a tiger online. I don't know if that's why they had the search warrant. Or yeah. if they do you get found... the tiger now? No. Who gets to keep the tiger? I don't know. I don't know why I wasn't the first call. Right? Why don't they? That's who you would call. Right. What did they do with it? So it's somewhere safe and secure where it can roam around. Is the information I got? Like India? It's taking a long nap. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> It's very tired, and no one can figure out how to wake it. They didn't put it down. No, God, no. So no, it's just so still, it's in someone is, else's It's in house. a secure location where you can't, like, talk about it probably until, like, a judgment's ruled. And, and then it has to go to a, a, a rescue of up, some sort. Yeah, many, at are, a zoo yeah. or no somewhere, yeah. Mm. I didn't yeah, know you but that, that tiger did not come from us. And it couldn't have been the only thing in that house that was illegal. No, they Cash. also had there was also yeah. snapping oh, yeah. turtles, a baby American alligator, which I would love to have a little tiny baby American alligator sure, at Wildlife wouldn't? World as an ambassador. So yeah, I was very offended, a little bummed. Well, maybe we you can, you, so you can't like go and bid on these things. <laughs> no, I think all the animals are probably somewhere secure at this point. Yeah, I don't know what that means though. Maybe you can throw your because yeah, uh, this is a lottery yeah. or something. They do a drawing, <laughs> but isn't the zoo the most secure place for them? Yeah. Like not 100%. A, yeah, I would think not a prison cell or like some, the secure place is not a zoo, so it doesn't make sense that that's where they'd be. It's got to go through its yeah. court hearing. It's the cub. house. What's going on? The guy that had the tiger was trying to sell it online for 20K. Oh, no kidding. All right. That's a lot. I, I offered yeah. 19. Yeah, I was going to say, so <laughs> we'll all kick in. We'll get that tiger out of its secure location. <laughs> you have tigers, right? We do. What are their names? Yeah. Um... So we have a couple of different tigers. We have Winter, Spearmint, Orion, and we're actually building a new tiger exhibit right now. It's phenomenal. Yeah. It is so cool. Uh, Luna's trying to grab the microphone. Right. So well, there's only so long you can be in that position before you're bored. <laughs> Not a slow <laughs> oh, yeah, shiny thing. Luna's loving the John. She just grabbed it. Oh, she wants to be on. Oh, yeah. sweet thing. We got help me help. Oh, what's going on, Luna? <laughs> Luna wants to say something. <laughs> she feeds me drugs. 
Oh no, Luna. No, oh, that not thing's the adorable. Case no, at that's all. a beautiful. You, 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 you're in love me. with him. I, we asked you the other day if you had dogs and cats, and you go, no, too basic. Like yeah. it was such a quick answer to go, no, I've got. You're kidding me. I would never do that. I have a zoo at my disposal. Why would I have? Right. That? Yeah. Yeah. No, I don't know. And I'm around six thousand animals every single day, and they require so much work and attention. Yeah. And you I have, have three 6, kids. Six thousand animals over there. Over 600 wow. species were Arizona's largest exotic animal collection and one of the top as far as diversity in the country. Is there a um, like a competition between the zoos? Like you said that, like you were kind of like rubbing it in somebody else's nose. And there's only a, one place that would care. <laughs> Come on, bro. I'm just asking. That's right? not true. We have lots of different animal institutions here in Arizona. <laughs> <Just> <laughs> it was not directed at one. That was directed at, at them all. all of them, yes. Yeah. Screw you, Bearzona. Not even one of them has <laughs> six got thousand animals. You've got like eight bears and you, you, you built a fence around the nature, <laughs> idiots. Top that. Yeah, beat that. <laughs> and we're going for ten. No, that's Actually, that's Actually, no, I love all the different animal facilities we have here in Arizona. Arizona is actually one of my favorites. Yeah, I've never been up there. Here's oh, pretty cool. You haven't? No. Okay, so it's too far. I have the hookup. <laughs> Dave, shout out. He oh, you can hook me up with Arizona. Yeah. And What's the hookup? I went I went so just they can before take you, you the did. Scenes, see some really cool stuff and oh. how they do things. How bears actually, do things or how they do things? They have a lot more than bears, but I'm going to stop. You can get out of your car and um I'm not interested in that. And interact yeah, with so the wait, bears. So wait, what's behind the scenes? That's just people doing stuff. <laughs> Yeah, but it's cool to see. I want to see the animals. Yeah, you can see oh, you'll them see a different them. perspective yeah. than okay. the general public. Just that keep makes your windows pretty ah, cool. I guess so. Yeah, you guys so, will be like VIP celebrities, but you'd be more of a VIP celebrity if you came out to Wildlife World. I course. hear their VIP tours at Arizona aren't the greatest. Oh, no kidding. They have a Here beaver. you go again. <laughs> I think they have Man. a beaver show Daddy. at the... Uh, <laughs> I'm looking at a beaver show right now, yeah. just positioned with that animal. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Creepiest thing I've ever seen an animal do. Uh, anyway, so you can go out there. It's on the 303 uh, and where? And Northern. And Northern, okay. Yep. Let her answer the questions about the goddamn zoo, Brady. <laughs> excited. It's right I'm by excited. Luke Air Force Base. And it's cool because now with the 303, it's like no matter where you are, it takes less than an hour Yeah, it's to pretty quick. There. Yeah, because it's, not it's as like bad. freeways everywhere. Yeah, everything is something to access to that. So now the 303 yeah. grabs hold. Yeah, and everything at the zoo is going well. They're all... Everything is going fantastic. Yeah. We're getting ready to come into busy season. There's like the biggest news that I wish I could tell you guys, but we have to wait like another week. I know it. Yeah, you guys know it. So I'll let you guys. Can we tell it now? No. Oh, damn it. Um, but in like a week, you guys can be the first to tell it. And there's another want. reason why I'll she's give you in that. here. Because we're going to do a Wild Wild World special this month Heck for yes. the KUPD listeners. Oh, cool. Going yeah, out to a the... special that we do not like do for any of the other radio stations. So you guys are special. What was the little tagline you came up with? It was so cute. It was like Brady Bogo. Oh, Brady oh. Bogo. Yeah, I think that would be so cool. <laughs> it's fifty dollars for an adult to come out to Wildlife World now. So that's, that's a fifty dollars savings that's if huge. you're yeah. an adult. Yeah. That's massive. Like and we'll normally, do it for the month of February. All of February. Probably not. No. Come on. No. Maybe just a couple days. Yeah. Okay. We'll have to discuss <laughs> that. Right. You but should have probably known that before you started answering all of her questions. <laughs> Putting me on the spot. Yeah. <laughs> We just run that right yeah, through your some Brady Bogos. Yeah. All right, Brady Bogos here yeah, and there. So fun. Not- oh my gosh. Okay, and here's some other really cool news. So we're working on our liquor license. So now, which right now you can go to Dylan's Kansas City Barbecue, and they have an amazing bar there. But we're getting our liquor license where you can walk through the zoo, and we'll have beer gardens. Um, okay, you know how I told you the other day it was called the Thirsty Lion? 
Yeah. And you said you can't name it that. Yeah. yeah. I was actually wrong. It wasn't the Thirsty Lion. Oh, what was it? Um, The Lion's Den. Oh, okay. That's yeah. Different. I think that's a name of something, too, though. Oh, probably. <laughs> well, it's an adult bookstore in Columbus, Ohio. Oh. Yeah. It's, it's same it's at the zoo. very successful. And, and then we'll have, like, the... a watering hole, and the Lion's Den is right outside my office. So nice. I'm really excited for that. Yeah. And we'll have cool beers. We should start our own beer, get your beer yeah, out I'd there. I'd love it. We've got yeah. new um, food. We too. do, yeah. So we have New SSA concepts. that came Some in. Some of the older animals. And uh, they're... <laughs> Finally getting around. <laughs> Finally trying to get around. <laughs> nothing, nothing goes to waste. <laughs> right. Um, <laughs> the capybara ta- tacos oh, are my favorite. Stuff, yeah. Oh, and we, yeah. So we haven't announced it yet, but we have baby capybaras that... I don't know um, what that is. A capybara? Is it like a little monkey? No. What they're like it? the cutest little creatures. They're the largest Large. rodent in the world. Ooh. Okay, you need to Google capybara swimming videos they're so cute <laughs> if you haven't boy does she not know me <laughs> these are not the videos i google <laughs> brady you've you google that my my phone will actually swimming, not allow I, it i've seen them swim at the uh, zoo huh. yeah oh times. my gosh the we got uh, so rocked fun. with a a storm that day. i mean it was up in the yeah. nest and yeah. uh, it was a pretty amazing day oh yeah. well, okay i see what you're saying i, I mean it came in it like is. 10 minutes the it's a it's a Hundred pound pig. guinea pig. Oh, okay. I apologize mm-hmm. for that, Brett. But okay. Well, yeah. No, I'd like to see that. Yeah, they're so rat. cute, Not and we're hand raising them. So typically, they're <laughs> parent raised, uh, and you come out and you can see them cruising around with the parents. But with the really cold weather, to ensure the survival, we had to pull them, and we're hand raising them now. So people, oh. yeah, in a couple of days, we'll be Neat. able to see them in our baby animal nursery, probably Monday. Okay. And the big secret that they've got coming up, you is... can't talk about. Okay. But let, I'll let, let you guys talk about awesome. it. When? I'll let you talk about it before I send out the press release. Okay, it's a live birth. <laughs> a giraffe who it's was huge. impregnated it's like, well, I think you made a species. good point, John, when we we're talking about, you know, if there's new additions. Yeah. Like, people don't roll this out when they're pregnant. Yeah, no, I worry really about like, that okay. stuff, yeah, when there's like, because they always see that stuff, and it's like, oh, the panda's pregnant, and you're like, oh, shh. I don't like when humans do it. We're going to have a baby. And then like four months later, like, where's the baby? And they had a problem. Yeah. yeah no, you got to wait a year it. before you can announce that. Stuff. Oh, that's right. That's a year until we last It's week. my SIDS rule. Yeah. No, yeah. I mean, it's a good rule. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it's a smarter rule. It's, it's rare. So tough. But just in case we go SIDS. Mm, the problem is everyone will see back. the baby. Yeah, you want to see the yeah. baby. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Like, like puppies are better. And it's than out. And so... But okay. right now, it's spending time with mom. And well, it's, I don't know it's what you're talking about. You're... News that is going to rock Arizona. Yes. Now I'm excited. On pins and needles. Now. Something horrendous <laughs> is going to happen at that zoo. Well, you want to head out there. It's uh, the, the Bogos, uh, Brady Bogos puns. Uh, all through the month of February, uh, intermittently dispersed through the days. Yeah, you never February, know. Maybe March, April. We're gonna figure we're gonna it work out. out. We're gonna lock down yeah. the deets, and then we're we'll gonna let do a, a day, uh, a Saturday in February. I'm gonna go out there, and we'll do a behind the scenes for some. Uh, okay. Oh, and folks we'll make it really qualify. fun yeah. for all the listeners. Like if yeah. they show up during a certain time, maybe they can meet Luna or something. Yeah, we'll go have out to, and hang out. All right, yeah. that's beautiful. Well, thanks right. for coming down with Luna and enjoy some barbecue. Ride the rhinos. Yeah, that too. <laughs> I don't think that's going to be that's no. a bad idea. Yeah, that's a thing. Yeah, It'd be the first, <laughs> the first time to do it. Yeah, we could try it. Not for some guys. They've been on some rhinos. <laughs> <laughs> Dating in Mesa is called Ride the Rhinos. Uh, anyway, uh, Christy, thanks for coming yeah, as always. It's nice to see you. And the Luna's adorable and now hanging upside down off your shoulder, which is so insanely cute. cute. Yeah, that's a cute thing. Whatever oh, that thing's supposed to do. He's looking at you. What's his benefit to uh, the world? 
Like, what do they provide? Oh, well, what they they're eat? Johnny Appleseeds, aren't yeah, they? Yeah, they're like ecological engineers. And actually, it was like the giant ground sloth. They were huge. They're extinct now. But they're the reason that there are avocado trees. They were the only mammal who could digest those giant avocado seeds. And so Wait every time and you eat an avocado. It, and but then, if yeah. they were plant the digesting avocado seeds, there were already avocados. Okay, so they surely would have died out. <laughs> they say the that they, has, your story yeah, you does not that, hold that water. The reason there are so many oh, avocado there trees. We go. <laughs> so there used to be a, just a, a sprinkling of avocado trees John, before the John, you're supposed to just smile and nod. Yeah, I know. That's Brady's job. <laughs> I have questions. I'm yes. inquisitive. Brady just there buys your nonsense. Trees. Yeah, yeah. There were avocado trees, and she's and trying to convince me that the sloth invented the avocado, and I yeah. don't believe it. Anyway, well, I now understand that in Southern California, that's why there's so many avocados because of the huge sloth population <laughs> sloth. that is now extinct. Okay. Yeah. Go with it. Right? Just Who's questioning it? Smile. Some jackass with cynicism all over him. Sorry about that. <laughs> Of course I was wrong. Your, your way sounds much more logical. Uh, Christy, thank you. Uh, the Wildlife World Zoo out there in the uh, uh, 303 and Northern, if you want to head on over there, uh, we'll have all the information on our website and stuff like that, too, when Brady starts giving tickets away. Yeah, Deal. perfect. And he'll overdo it. You have to, you're going to have to put That's all right. We'll get, a, we'll get a Wildlife World Zoo ticket money gun. Yeah. Nice. The thing that's going to be, like, you, you could do the... <laughs> just making it rain with tickets. <laughs> yeah. You just be careful because like the... the uh, the BOGO for all of February will be less than all the times Brady calls and goes, I need 13 passes. Uh, <laughs> Kirby wants her class to go. Uh, Christy Morcom Hayden is here, and uh, we thank her very much. There you go. The Wildlife Woo. World Zoo, way out there. And the West isn't so way out there anymore. There's a lot of freeways. It's 98. That's uh, Lincoln Park right there. Breaking the habit, uh, the sloth, the uh, everything. This is just a crazy show this morning. I like it. We got wild animals. We got... Suddenly, the rest of the building is interested in coming into the studio. <laughs> New Greg's here. Pretty amazing. <laughs> she used to be Paige, but she took. The, she had the guy fired. First, you got to watch out for this one. She'll have a guy fired to take your job. She's one of those. <laughs> watch her back. Where Greg used to sit, like Paige is sitting there, and nobody said a word. Just let it happen. Uh, it's time for our FanDuel picks of the week. FanDuel has everything going on right now. The Gronkowski ads are everywhere, saying you get your 150 bucks. Uh, you can do. I think you can bet on his kick, right? Yep. That upcoming kick get, he's you, got, the kick of destiny. You get to be part of $10 million in free bets that they're giving away. Incredible. And the kick of destiny's out there. That's something I'd be interested in. But let's get our picks for this weekend. The uh, This is it, the championships. This is uh, what we got uh, for the glorious football season, which has come to an end. Who's your favorite team, Christy? You got a team? For football? Yeah. Cardinals. You're a Cardinals fan? Is that true, or are you just saying that to no, me? No, I have lots of Cardinals gear. Okay. So she's a real Cardinals fan. Yes. I'm sorry. Her daughter's in the TV commercial. Oh, yeah, she's in the, the TV other, commercial. Yeah. For the Cardinals? Yeah. It's like a Cardinals... Pre, uh, pre-sale, maybe ticket pre-sales or something. Yeah. Or season huh. tickets. She's super cute. She's getting her face painted. She's a little ginger. <laughs> <laughs> Your daughter's a ginger? Yeah. Are you a natural ginger? Kind of. Is that right? Yeah. Ashkenazi Jew ginger. Oh, that's right. She's an Ashkenazi Jew avocado creating ginger. What a lie that avocado story turned out to be. It's such a, just a monumental pile of lies. And then after we get off the go. air, she's like, I can't believe you questioned me. And I'm like, it was a questionable answer. Next time I come on, I'm going to do more than read the headlines. Yeah, and then Brady tried to fix it. Well, there was an ice age. <laughs> so the sloth died and the avocado survived. Well, one yes. little one did. I'm like, shut up. <laughs> one pup. This is how the Bible was written. What are baby sloths called? Cubs, pups, kits. Aww. 
Baby That's right. Okay. <laughs> I call them guacamole. <laughs> Guac spreaders. Uh, let's get to it. A four-leg same-game parlay. I want the... I want no, not same-game. Well, it's Four a same-game game parlay. You can yeah. parlay. They just call it the same-game parlay. Right. Right. Shut up. You know what I mean. <laughs> hey, you just parlay. Sure I'm just trying to speed the through this. Shut up. Explain it so poorly. two teams have to be picked. No points. We're going to have the, the two games get picked, and then two player props that go into your four-leg. Brett, what is your whole bet? Uh, let's see here. I'm taking the Niners. Okay. Taking the Bengals, both both uh, upsets there. Yeah, uh, I'm going to take uh, Kelsey to score a touchdown and Mixon to score a touchdown. Okay, and Anytime. what's your payoff? Uh, plus uh, $179 on a one. Oh, well, that's pretty good. Uh, yeah. So it's a 1970. Yeah. All right, nice job, Brady. What's yours? Mine's a plus 1437. I went uh, with the Niners. Okay, and the Bengals going back because I want third time. I you got to get them. We got to beat the Niners. They've beaten the Bengals two times in history and it's, in the Super Bowl. Oh, such a tough bet. But I have uh, George Kittle anytime touchdown and Mixon anytime right. touchdown. Toledo, I got San Francisco and Cincy on the money lines. I'm taking Brock Purdy under oh. one and a half passing TDs and Burrow oh, under 276 passing yards and it's plus 1608. All right, mine's plus 2656. I got a good bet going. Chiefs, Niners. Sorry, Brady. Travis Kelsey scores two touchdowns, mm. which is my big get. And then Patrick Mahomes oh, throws for over big. 250 yards. The Kelsey how hurt is, down. How hurt is Mahomes, though? He'll be fine. He's going <laughs> to chuck it all over. He wants people to think he's hurt. Give he's not really that bad. Yeah, yeah. put the tort all in him. He'll be just fine. Uh, it's going to be a fun weekend, and you can make it even more fun with FanDuel if you want to hop on over there and grab yourself some FanDuel bets. They are available, and you can get that FanDuel bet. Uh, with your uh, your same game parlays and your no sweat and all that other stuff, they're, also they're... just got some inside information. But we are the number one uh, non sports show in the country for Fanduel. I don't know what that wow. means, but use I agree co- with it. Yeah. Use that code wow. KUPD. Oh, you mean more of, more of our listeners have signed up for Fanduel right. than any other any station other that isn't sports? That's right. In the country. That's right. So much like Christie's disdain for other zoos, we say. F- you other stations, we win. <laughs> we invented the goddamn avocado. <laughs> I love the other zoos. They're just not as good as Wildlife World. Then you there don't you love go. them. You have a hierarchy of love. They're nice. Yeah. They're like cousins. Mm. Yeah. They're like the cousins you like to go hang out with somebody. Right. But if they don't show up, you're not missing them too bad. You've got your own thing. Yeah. Yeah, it's better. Most zoos she appreciates that have over 6,000 animals, but there's right. just not, not there that many. That many. That's yeah. exactly right. You know, maybe they had a few more animals. <laughs> right. They got off their ass. Maybe they weren't they so lazy. They their game up yeah, a little bit. Lazy bastards. Half-ass <laughs> zoos. Do you have avocado trees at the zoo? No, we have Well, you should. You've got trees. sloths. Well, According to you, that's the geez. that's the key. Well, with Luna, job. she'll start spreading. And when she starts pooping, you better have some avocado bushes. That's such a garbage. Wait until you try the guacamole at the zoo. It was the extinct sloth. It does not make sense. That was responsible for all the. It was eating avocados already. (laughs) Chicken and the egg. Anyway, it's time now for the entertainment drill. It's brought to you by our friends at ReactDefense.com, the home of tactical black self defense. And uh, you should defend yourself, Christy, from uh, questions. The other zoos, too. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Not holding up to scrutiny at all. Uh, They have a women's self-defense class coming up here in April for 99 bucks. Anybody can get in. You are getting training like you've never gotten in your life. Not to mention that right now, you and your husband, Troy, should go on up there. Couples for Valentine's, 189 bucks. You get to sign up. You get all they offer. It's amazing. That sounds amazing. I'm actually a black belt. In what? Kempo. Don't believe you. No, I am. 
<laughs> You've told so many lies. How can I buy this? How can I believe anything? She created it. That's right. She invented it. Get Troy for Valentine's from the feces of a rhinoceros. That's where Kempo's from. Yeah, that's exactly right. You didn't know that. And then there was an ice age, and then Asians showed up and invented, and then Brazilians took it. It was weird. But yeah, that would help you, even though in the streets, Kempo's not going to do you any good. Because street fights are all about cheating and slinging hair and pulling on genitals and all sorts of stuff. Also a boxer, and I'm very well versed in street fights. If that's good, to get up there and let's do this. Okay. Let's get some fighting. You and Troy get up there. I think the Valentine's special to take a swing at. <laughs> I want. I want to go. Let's do this. I practice on Troy all the time. When yeah. he's walking. He's my moving target. Yeah, well, that's great. Get Throats him all the time. It's totally different when you start learning street fighting, but you got some skills to start, which yeah, is even no, better. Yeah, skills. yeah, but they they deconstruct those and say, here's how your skills work in a street fight. Which is crazy because I boxed for years, and then you learn. Oh, most uh, terrible street fights go to the ground in like two seconds. John used and to go, put them up. Yeah, put them up. Why I oughta? <laughs> that was my self defense until I went there. It's great. So you get out there, and ladies need this more than anything. The self defense course, three hours turns you into a machine, a self confident, amazing machine. And the world is goofy and weird. Everybody's shooting at each other and doing all this other stuff. You can learn to disarm guns, weapons training, all that other stuff. They've got it all. Check it out, reactdefense.com. It's the home of Tactical Black. And coming up uh, in just a little bit, I'll tell you more about the uh, the uh, weapons training. They're going to do a gun safety course that's incredible as well. They just got it all. Brady, go. The Razzie Awards had to apologize. To who? Because they... Uh, Razzie so white? They included a 12-year-old actress for worst actress. The one on Firestarter. So, well, big deal. Twelve years old. We're going to make a new rule. They have to be over eighteen in order to get. You, no, you can suck at twelve. You can't bully a twelve-year-old. Well, then, then you can't win Best Actress as a twelve-year-old either. I think that was uh, good that the Razzies did that. Why? <laughs> if she stinks, she needs to know Girl, now. She's not old enough to be in the Razzies. Then she's not. No kids at look, the Razzies. If you're twelve years old and you put yourself in a movie and you stink at it, people will point it out. Nobody was this defensive uh, for Jake Lloyd in Star right. Wars. That poor bastard got destroyed and nearly killed himself. Yeah, so, imagine if he would have been on the Razzies. He should have been on the Razzies. It stopped him from acting or it would have made him better. Again, telling her it's good job. It's too late. This girl's already done. Well, she's already been nominated. She's, yeah. So, yeah. So she stinks. That's Pussy's the problem. People race. are afraid to tell kids that they stink, and sometimes kids stink. Police Most did a, of the time. Almost always. Yeah. The police did a welfare check on Britney Spears. And they determined she's okay. Yeah. <laughs> I think they went in the house and she was twir- twirling She's around doing uh, TikToks. Christy has a woman with uh, hair yes. and stuff. And uh, I don't know if you have extensions. I can't tell. And that's a good thing. What's going on with Britney Spears as a woman? Tell me, why can I tell that she has hair extensions? She's got all that money. Oh, I think it's because her natural hair is so short. Is I it? I think. Yeah, because I see that too, and I wonder the same thing. Like, like you've got a ton at of that money. Point, why wouldn't she just get like a really awesome wig? Right. Yeah, I don't know. That's why people think she's crazy. Right. Is because she still looks like a trailer girl dancing around that giant house. It yeah. is with weird those horrible hair extensions. Yeah. yeah. I don't get when rich people have bad hair extensions. Yeah, I don't, I don't either. Good question. This Anna Delvey, I didn't know much about her, but she was that con artist that got in trouble. Um, Messing around with all these rich people, yeah. and then she was, now she's getting a reality show where she'll host dinner parties with celebrities, musicians, and she was sort of accused of grifting and did, but then got yeah. that documentary that went crazy. Was it called Inventing Anna or Reinventing Anna? Yeah, yeah Anna Delvey, Anna. also known as uh, Anna Sorkin. Hmm. And your favorite from Ozark was the star of it, that uh, the, the annoying one, the, the little girl. Yeah. Ugh. 
So be looking forward to uh, Delvey's Dinner Club. Okay. Jeremy Renner finally um, told the story about the snowcat accident. He's saving his nephew from the yeah. the plow. Basically, the who's driving this thing? He was driving it. Oh, forgot to put the brake on. Oh, gets out of the cab to get his uh, nephew out of the way, and as he steps on the tread, it snags him and Got basically him rolls over. That's horrifying. Has the nephew lived? Yeah, nephew's okay, and Jeremy is still alive. Thank you. <laughs> but they're like, Breaking he might news. not ever walk again. <laughs> Is that true? Yeah. You think he might not walk? They've got to do a lot of uh, rehabbing, wow. and so there's a potential that he... He seems to be in good spirits. They keep showing him on TMZ I smiling and joking around. So. Nick Cage loves black metal music because Weston turned him on to it. Yes, I don't, I don't but, uh, that. He, no. he said the roots are in classical music, like Bach and Beethoven. A lot of people don't know that. That's why he likes it. We had a celebrity death. This is when I was a kid. This Lance Kerwin had that show, James at 15. It was an ABC after school special. This is not when you were a kid. He died yesterday. Yeah. But I knew him (laughs) from James at 15. But have been around (laughs) when you were a kid for the most part, but they're dying. And then he continued on to James at 16 and went into a little. He's nobody. He had an after-school special, Brady remembers, because... Who was he? His name was Lance Kerwin. He did a few things. You might have recognized him if you saw him. He wasn't Charlie Bucket, was he? In no, Blue but he, he looks like, similar. He looks just like him. So, yeah. uh, he did an after-school special called James at 15. It was the first time on TV anybody had ever mentioned condoms. And it was just this mass... And they Cutting had, edge yeah, they stuff. Had teens thinking about having sex, and the world went insane. He did. He went on a camping trip with his uh, girlfriend. Yeah. That's, they boned him. That was him. He looks just like Charlie Bucket. I, I, I used to think he was the kid from Willy Wonka, but he's yeah. not. And now he looks like me with AIDS. Well, not anymore. That was breaking celebrity. Now death. maybe more is it. Yeah, that, well, because Brady remembered it. I mean, Jimmy the, Fallon didn't even come in for <laughs> that one. He's the B-sides of celebrities. Brady remembers those people. But James at 15 meant something to Brady because I'm sure your whole family had yeah, to watch Brett, that. Thanks for being so sensitive. <laughs> <laughs> I cried when I heard yeah. the news. They're burying him in Poway, California, because I understand that his nutrients will help the avocados. <laughs> That's true. That's right. Christy, always good to have you. And the cucumbers. You brought so many of them. They actually, loves cucumbers yeah. right now. So cute. That thing is adorable. You can't have them as pets. No. no. It's illegal. Why? Well, I mean, you don't want a sloth of You don't want a mess. Also, you've got avocado trees got, yeah, all over true. the place. You don't have it in your apartment. That's true. <laughs> I don't know HOAs don't. I'll probably frown on that. All right, uh, we're done. That's it for us. Oh, yeah, you got to go. I'll be out tonight. Where are you going? I'll be over at the brand-new EOS Fitness on Gilbert Road and McKellips from 5 till 7 tonight. So got a bunch of... uh, CDs that Larry's hooking me up with. You remember those things? Yeah, we got some CDs. You some left? Uh, Some classics. Yes. Uh, KUPD Swag, sign you guys up for uh, the memberships for $9.99 a month with no commitment. This here U-Fest tickets, too. Oh, we got use fast tickets mm-hmm. soon. We'll see about that. Yeah, we'll see Maybe. What we can do. Come ask. Not Brett. anymore. They'll get you some stuff. They'll get you something. I got a guy. Christy, thanks for coming this morning. Uh, also, thanks to uh, Eric's Family Barbecue for dropping off that yes. most amazing breakfast burrito I've ever had in my life. Incredible. So there you go. Uh, it's ten oh seven. Larry's coming up next. You guys have yourselves a great day. We'll see you tomorrow right here in the morning sickness. So long. Until later. Bye. Larry. Larry.